Hey pals, welcome to Uncomfortable Questions with Kelsey. Today's guest is Kate, who is a fellow Staghead family member. We talk about anxiety, bipolar, being a young person. Being the oldest child. Mm-hmm. Oh, oldest child. Yeah, it's a really great, uh, fun, and deep-feeling podcast. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> She's 19. She's 19. I know yeah. that. <laughs> oh, because 2000. Okay. I'll need always remember oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the year 2000. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about how weird it is. Well, I was commenting on how weird it is that she was born in the year 2000. And I was watching the show the other day, and it said... They had shirts that said 2005, and I realized, like, subconsciously, I was thinking that wasn't that long ago. And then I was like, that was so long. That was 13 <laughs> years ago. That's crazy. That was 14 years ago. 14, yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at math. Yeah, because was born in 2006. <gasps> That's what? so weird. That is crazy. <laughs> she is my oldest child. Um, Quinn yeah. is? Yeah, she is. She doesn't right. come home very much. She doesn't. She <laughs> She's needs, independent. She needs to come over more. Uh, Miss Independent Pants. I think, Kay, you were like the first person I met, and then I realized how old I am. Really? Like having you around the office, I'm like, oh, this person is young. <laughs> I am old now. <laughs> That's funny. I feel like... Yeet. Yeet! <laughs> okay, but compared to other... People my age, I feel like I act slightly older. Oh, you do for sure. Yeah, I don't have anything to base that off of, but I'm just gonna believe you. <laughs> I'm going. I believe it. it. <laughs> it's true. I feel. I feel like you even made Cam like more lively and feel oh, young. He like thrives off of your energy. <laughs> That's good. How long have you worked with us? Uh, like almost two years. Really? I think. Yeah, because yeah. I I think you started like. Well, I started in September two years ago. What month did you start? May. Okay, that's what I was going to say. May May or June. You guys started in the same year? No. So I started, she started, what is that? Five to nine. (laughs) Here goes my math skills. (laughs) (laughs) You mean? September to June. What's the month? The months? June, July, August, September. So eight, eight months. She started eight months after me. So I've been working here like a year and a half or a little yeah, bit about a year and a half. September to June is the sixth month. September, October, November, December. So six, seven, eight, nine. It's actually 10. What? October, November, December, January, February, this March, April, May, June. Nine. Well, oh, I counted. Wait, I counted split, September too. the difference and we're correct. Yeah. Nine. Okay. I said eight. You said 10. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> That's oh, for you wow. if you want those that. are. Those Ew, are. no. Do not. <laughs> I was just, aff- I was just offered so alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. It's for me. The other, where yeah. were we? I, I almost like, down. oh, do you want to try this to Kate? And I was like, she cannot try that, Jen. <laughs> so there's proof that you do act older because people keep forgetting <laughs> that you are as young as you are. When we were at, I think it was two years ago for my birthday dinner at Wendy's uh, Sukiyaki. They, my parents brought wine and the lady <laughs> came over and she was like, three glasses? And I said, <laughs> did you have your nose ring then? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's part of it? I got my nose it? pierced when I was 16. Oh, really? really? Has it been that long? Your parents were, both were fine with that? No. Oh. Your, did your dad not like it? <laughs> no. But your mom was okay with it? Yeah. And well, then. That's exactly what I would If you thought. get like half 
If you get half okays, you know, from one parent, then it's okay. Do you just need one signature? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you had to get both. Sorry, I'm trying to get comfier yeah, here. It's loud. There we go. How does your uh, <sighs> how do your parents feel about Cammy's septum ring? They like it. She also got no. it changed, so it's not as oh, she yeah. did get it changed. Oh, she did. Yeah. Oh, it's shorter. I thought your mom did not well, like it. Has she? Has it grown on she her? She didn't like it. Maybe she didn't like She's the jewelry that the was jewelry. used. Yeah, yeah that makes a big difference. Big difference. What did Cam say? And he's like, "Oh, I feel bad." He said it was a. He said it. Like, oh, that's, oh, that's, that's aggressive. aggressive. Yeah. He's like, I feel bad that I said it that way. <laughs> <laughs> she was already self-conscious about it. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be really cute with a smaller piece of jewelry in there. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, it looks a lot better, and it wasn't. They didn't change that much. But it was just a little shorter, mm-hmm. so it's not so long by yeah. her mouth. That's, yeah, that's nice. Can you do like this? <laughs> hmm. With those in? Mm-hmm. You just itch your nose with you your upper lip? You can tuck it. She did it in the photo shoot, she, and then she's oh, like, yeah. I can't get it down. <laughs> and your mom was kind of freaking out. <laughs> oh, it was. She got it up there. She get it down? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Notice the picture on the background of my phone? It's in pretty good shape. What is the picture on the background of my phone? Brad and your children. Where are they at? The cemetery. Yeah. Bear saw that picture yesterday and he's like, I want to go to that garden. That garden. I'm like, what a creepy way <laughs> to describe a cemetery. Oh, the people garden. I'd like the to go to the people garden. garden. Yeah, that is a little Not a lot grows in the people garden. <laughs> maybe they didn't keep them in the boxes. Yeah, imagine, maybe. Imagine, imagine. I mean, it already exists. Where Let's people, start it. Where people are buried and not being in the vaults, right? They're in cement vaults. Mm-hmm. So if they weren't and they could decompose, what could Cardboard wow. boxes. Yeah. yeah. That's what I would prefer. And we'll charge Imagine twice the money. Imagine a beautiful <laughs> no. garden, piece of land in on the other side of the mountain where it's pretty and maybe a little less uh, peoply. Peoply. <laughs> Populated. Live <laughs> <Lied by> peoples. <laughs> oh. And do a decomposing cemetery it's where your dad people the people garden (laughs) your dad wants to decompose he wants to be (laughs) does he want to be donated to science no No. he he wants to be placed on like a platform at our property and let the animals take like Mm. peck at him and stuff liz's dad wants to be put in a tree yeah i don't know where i I feel like he's seen this in some kind of movie (laughs) like old western movie with native americans and they would put beloved dead ones in trees wrap them in furs and put them in trees i think this is what he's referencing i don't know (laughs) that's what he wants interesting have you thought that's a weird question have you thought about what you want to happen i, d- I just want to be cremated you do want to be hmm. cremated yeah. I, I don't want to have too. a funeral like i not I at mean, all no not even for your friends and family's I mean, sake yeah they the could morning. but i don't want it to be like a big huge thing okay like they could go and do something that i liked to yeah do. i like that idea but yeah i don't want them to spend like thousands of dollars or something it's ridiculous do you want to yeah. be like cremated and then like your friends and family can divvy you up yeah. and like turn you into jewels sure. or like jewels. sit on the mantle. Diamonds. Yeah, they make or diamonds they can out of ashes. With a tree. Yeah. Or a plant. Yeah. Or something. My brother researched, Michael researched um, having your ashes put into a firework and then you can have a oh, fire, he firework. Oh, would. Show that sounds gross. With your, what? <laughs> I hate that It'd be idea. It's so cool. I, don't do it in the middle of nowhere where there's no populated like, areas. You're like breathing. Yeah, it's not going to get yeah. like oh, on you and in you. It's uh, just, you don't know. They could get in you. I just realized Ben and Ryan are just right out there. That's a little bit weird. 
Um, no, it's yeah. definitely haunted back there. Oh, you, did she tell you, you guys? guys are crazy. Every place I've ever it's been, creepy. You, it's haunted. Yeah, no. you all have. You uh, say my own house is haunted. Me, I haven't. Cammy has. Mm. But the other day, I was doing engravings, and I looked behind me because I kept feeling like someone was watching me. <laughs> And then one of the times I looked out of my peripheral, I saw like a human body shape go by me. That was but me. There was no, it wasn't. <laughs> I was back there while you were doing hatchets. No, but it, I looked because I saw them go by and then I looked really quick to see if it was you or Ben and it was neither of you. Was a shadow I got man. up and walked around and then I came out and asked Cammy something and she was like was there anyone out here and i was like no I don't she asked so. too yeah, yeah i was out there that. well you and cammy cammy was doing boxes you're doing hatchets and i was going back and forth working These on were separate days <laughs> huh um all right so today we have a very fun loving exciting person on the podcast a young person it's a young, so young. person today we have kate daily or kate, kate <laughs> hello daily like Why such a hard T? No. How do you say your whole name? Caitlin? No T. No T. Caitlin. It's Caitlin. That's well, weird. Don't well, do that. We were just talking about Caitlin the Bailey. other day. Kate says you add a T to my name, which is true. You say Kelsey mm-hmm. instead of Kelsey. Me? I just say oh, Kelsey. Yeah. Kelsey? You say Kelsey a lot Kelsey? of times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which some people <laughs> yeah, some people do, yeah. I mm-hmm. also do. Kelsifer, though. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> my favorite nickname. <laughs> Love it. Kelsifer. <laughs> so Kate is the daughter of one of our good friends slash office manager, Jen Daly. She Kate is also our friend, I would say. Yeah, I was getting I there. Kate, her my friend. Yes, I was getting I there. Kate. She's our friend. <laughs> I was getting there. <laughs> okay. My she bad. is also our friend. At least we, I would say we consider her our friend. I don't want to speak for her. <laughs> I but. consider you guys my friends. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Even though we're like twice your age, but that's fine. Like no. 11, oh, we're not 11 twice. Years 11. We, me. 11 a third, years. A third older. We had older friends when we were her age too, Brad. And we, too, uh, we still have older friends because oh, of her yeah. parents. Shelly and Dave were 30 when we were in our mm-hmm. like 21. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Pretty similar. Yep. Okay. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure about it, but that's okay now. Yeah, that's true. Also, we're friends with Jen and Billy, and they are They're old. Mm-hmm. And, and Billy's even really eight years old. older than Jen. They're yeah, they really could be our parents. <laughs> mm-hmm. Billy, yeah. Jen would have had to have us at like um, 11 or 16. 12. No, at 16. <laughs> Billy for sure could be our dad, though. He would have been 24 ish. My something. dad was 35 when he had me. When they had me, he was 35. His first what? child. Mm-hmm. Wow. Here we are talking about Jen never aging. <laughs> Billy is not aging. Yeah, anymore. I wouldn't have guessed that Billy yeah, was true. was as old as he is. Mm-hmm. I won't give his age out here because that's just impolite. <laughs> he was born in 1965. Added up. Oh, yeah. so he is actually two years younger than my dad. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy when I think about it. <laughs> yeah, Billy's a good friend. Oh, man, I wish my dad was still here and we could have whiskey together like I do with Billy. You think yeah. your dad would have whiskey? I'd get him into it. You'd convince him? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Do you think all your success would prove to him that <laughs> <laughs> your sins are worth Look it? Look at that. The church has it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my dad would never drink whiskey. Never. I would either because I don't like it. I would. I think he partied. He won't admit it, but I think smoked he weed? partied. He definitely smoked weed. <laughs> He's convinced he like became a cucumber one night. Jeez. Yeah, that's drugs. When, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When he was like. That's mushrooms. Like a young adult. <laughs> 
And this one time, I think our sister Heather was like, were you high that night? Because he's like, I just became a cucumber and I could like <laughs> feel the water in my body. <laughs> and so Heather asked him if he was high or on drugs or something and he won't ever answer. So <laughs> I think he partied a bit when he was younger, but he won't admit it. But mm. I would I'd, I would not be surprised if he did have beer when he was younger. <gasps> He's super oh, Mormon, dear. so. <laughs> Your mom is baptized. But she, by the time you guys came along. So was she Kate. Was, she, she was very much over religion. I'm pretty sure she got baptized when she was 18. I'm pretty sure she went to church for a year. Oh, so or not like, enough. That's longer than I would have thought, actually. If, yeah, I would have like, thought converts usually don't go very long. Yeah, it depends. Statistically speaking, some stay in for life. So how was mm-hmm. it being a non-member growing up in a member society we're for those because we, we for all those, grew up for those who don't know we're talking about mormonism being raised mm-hmm. in mormonism oh i'm talking we, about member of the occult just kidding <laughs> <laughs> yes well, but also wrong. mormonism <laughs> <laughs> one more one more throw me one more <clears throat> okay thank okay. you okay so the question you can re-ask your question oh my god we cannot do this if you guys re- <laughs> i just <laughs> okay it's all in the car <laughs> No, I'll okay, I'll I didn't even think about that when I bought these. <laughs> I was really surprised you brought them because you complain think... about Dax eating. I know. Well, yeah, she asked for them and I brought them. Oh, that was nice. Of I know. I should have just brought her like a nice yeah. wine or something. <laughs> what was my question? Um, how was it growing up? How was it for Kate growing up in a Mormon world when she's not Mormon? Yeah, because I would not know because I was a member. Of the you were part of the clique. Um, yeah, I was in the people club. would either think that I was Mormon up until I got my nose pierced, <laughs> or they would think that I constantly did drugs. I was only looped into those two groups. Really? <laughs> yeah. That would be so, hard and frustrating. Yeah. So I was like outcasted. Like I quit orchestra because oh. my friends from junior high, uh, had moved or stopped going and everyone else there was Mormon and they just kind of booted me and like bullied me a lot. So bullied I just kind of not bullied me, but they, I don't know, they would just talk about me when I would literally be right ahead of them, sitting ahead of what? them. What? And they knew that? They just didn't yeah. care if you no, heard them they talking did not shit about care. you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I quit orchestra because of that, because I was like one of the only not Mormon people yeah. there. So I just quit that. But mm-hmm. that's how most classes were. Like there would be a few kids who weren't religious and then the rest of the class would be mormon kids and we would all just kind of stick together in our little group so yeah the non-mormon kids you would like find each other be like okay we're the Mm -hmm. ones (laughs) you could spot them so easy too you could walk in and be like oh yeah i'll hang out with you and you really (laughs) how how just looks wise or Uh yeah um is that when because you have talked before about how you were bullied i'm I think bullied is the term you used. Maybe not necessarily bullied, but like definitely excluded or yeah. pressured from by friends. Is that when, like about 16 when that started or was that before? That was like all through, like starting in probably fourth grade. Fourth grade? Yeah. Wow. We were, I was in a very clicky group of girls. And if you didn't do things a certain way, you would get in trouble for it. And so whenever I would talk out or like 
have my own opinion about stuff, they would get mad at me. So then I got out of that group and then it was me and my one friend from that same group. And then she started doing the same thing. So I left her Mm. and that repeated over and over until I met the group of friends I have now. How dare you be an individual? (laughs) I know. (laughs) So did you mostly make friends though with other Mm non-Mormons or did you mingle at all? I don't think I've ever had a Mormon friend. Like a close friend that was Mormon. I've had acquaintances, but that was it. Mm. Liz is still a Mormon. Technically, (laughs) technically, yeah. Your mom is a Mormon, Kate. (laughs) I'm Mormon. How can you stand her? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, you got baptized in Mexico Mm -hmm. by Brad. That's right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I do have a question about the orchestra people. So when they would be talking about you, was it specifically that you were not Mormon? I think I don't it wasn't about that but they part of the reason why they didn't like me was because I was in a higher chair than them mm. so they were getting mad at me for that and also the fact that I wasn't Mormon was like contributing to why they mm-hmm. didn't like me so they would just get mad at me for being better than them <laughs> they didn't understand how you could be so blessed with talent <laughs> yeah, when you weren't going to church I know mm-hmm. yeah well, Brad, has, do you remember sense? how you felt about non-member kids in classes? I didn't. I had non-Mormon friends. Really? Like well, several? Like one of my best friends in high school two? was not a member. Oh, I didn't know that. Who? Mark. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He was Lutheran, though. So he was like some religious. I get, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess he was religious, but hmm. well, we did I sometimes try and convert. I don't, not convert, but like try and talk to him about Mormonism. Yeah. And he never wanted anything to do with it. But I didn't I didn't care if someone wasn't Mormon. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I did, unfortunately, I will say. No, I believe I that. I still had friends who weren't <laughs> believers. I mean, okay, not maybe who? Not, not friends, really. But like all of my friends were not Yeah, members. that's true. Mormons. That's true. Yeah, but I like I want to say I mean, I don't know. I was kind of friends with them, but I wouldn't be like, "Hey, you want to hang out without Liz?" It was like I was just friends with them because you were friends with them. Right. And see, um, and I wouldn't have even realized that you were cautious about having non-Mormon friends. Do you feel like you were pressured to only have, do you feel like you had that pressure to only have Mormon friends? Because there was always that dialogue, right? Did you yeah. feel like that was applied to you? Yeah, I think that because you're so heavily warned, like, oh, you have to have good friends. If you don't have good friends, they're going to drag you down. Like, that's why I stopped being friends with, because she was like she going, was going off down the a path. deep end and <laughs> I didn't want to be dragged down into that. So I do like, I mean. You should get her on the cast. Oh, yeah. She would be very interesting. <clears throat> um, I feel like that I was very conscious. I, I mean, I was nice to people who weren't Mormon, but I was also very conscious of like who I chose to spend time with, who I hung out with because the church warned you so much about having good friends and good influences. I I was gravitated towards non-Mormon. I really, like, believe people who you're like, oh, that person is very Mormon. Like, it just rubbed me the wrong way. So, Kate, you would be in my friend group. Yeah. (laughs) People probably didn't think think I was Mormon Uh because of the friends that I had. And you you always had, not always, but a lot of times you had, like, really edgy hairstyles and colors. And you wore fishnet stockings. I'm surprised (laughs) your parents let you have the hairstyles that you had. Me usually. too. It, yeah. was a, it was it was a fight. fight. It was a fight, and then I think being the last one, the baby, and they're just at that point, they're like, oh, I don't care what she says. 
<laughs> they were just they get tired. tired at that point. That's or they had some kind of trust in me that they yeah, thought that eh, she's fine. It all worked out. Yeah. It did. I mean, I'm sure they worried about me, but mm-hmm. I don't know. You're yeah. you're the oldest. Do you feel like the practice child, Kate? Yeah. Back to you. I've always said yeah. the oldest is the practice child, and the baby gets a whole different life. They it, do. In what in what way do you feel like you were the practice child? Um every way <laughs> like if i but were to when i started talking to boys my parents mm-hmm. were way like controlling and like had to meet the person first and which isn't bad right but just to talk to them yeah just or to, like, like do you mean I like going be friends to, hang out with them yeah uh, yeah not literally <laughs> just talking no but i mean like, like if you were texting oh, a boy friend. your parents like we have to meet him before no, you can continue no oh. not that but they were always more strict on stuff like that and me staying out later and just a whole bunch of other stuff they were more strict on. One of the things that still makes me so mad is that I had to wait until I was 10 to get my ears pierced or 12 and Cammy and Quinn both got theirs pierced like two years before I was ever <laughs> able to and I was so <laughs> mad about it. So but how... Yeah, how just, sorry. There's just, I don't know, like when me and my parents will get in fights or something, um, most of the time I'll get yelled at after that. And last night, um, Cammy like freaked out for no reason <laughs> about something. And she just slammed the door, like ran downstairs and nothing happened. It was just, it <laughs> was just, just that, like I, she didn't get yelled at at all. But yeah, I've but gotten my door taken. Really? Times. Yeah. That was a few when I was younger. years. Yeah. Like, how old were you when? What? I was what, in junior high. When did that stop? Like junior what high. Age? What did you do? When to I got get my your door, door taken, taken away for Yelled slamming it and sw- swore at my parents <laughs> a lot. Fuck and, like, you, slam. mom! Like yeah, that. Yeah, I would slam it over and over and kick it. Oh, I would oh, take God, it. I would there. take your. <laughs> I would take your door too if you were slamming it. Yeah. Kate, tell us. What there's been what so many do? people who have said, "Oh yeah, that's how Kate was." When they're talk, when we say, "Oh, Bear does this or mm-hmm. he does this," Billy and Jen are like, "Yeah, that was Kate." <laughs> mm-hmm. So out. tell us what Watch to do, careful. please. As as an older child now, should we just be patient with him? Yes. Okay. Be very understanding of what he does, which my parents have been to an extent, but some of the stuff they haven't been. You so, feel is extreme, maybe the way they've reacted. Mm, maybe or. They haven't reacted. Oh, like well, times where I've been like, and same for Cammy. Oh, They've, I think I know it. Yeah. yeah, like Cammy has like been like asking for help about some stuff, but my mom doesn't hear it the right way, and then she just doesn't do anything about it. Which in that case, they've done more for me, like mental health wise, than they have for Cammy. But also, Cammy will say she wants help, but then she'll refuse to right. get it. So it's right. hard to yes, I I it. having talked to, I haven't really talked to Cammy about it. But having talked to you and your mom separately about that type of stuff, I see both sides. And as a parent, it would be super hard. But I do. I feel like your parents slash your mom specifically want to help but I think at times and maybe you're not like this now both of you have 
been un maybe unwilling or unable even to get to the point where you can do things to get Mm -hmm. yourself better so as a parent that would be so frustrating to have your child be like hey i need help with this but also i'm not gonna do the things i know i should do that are gonna help me so i think it's as usual there's a ton of factors but I completely see both of your sides and empathize with both sides because that would be really hard. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. But yeah, for Bear, just <laughs> just watch him. Make sure he's good. <laughs> Do you feel like you get frustrated easily more than others? No. I it, used What about to. angry? I used to get angry like really, yeah. really And easily. you felt like I'm angry you felt like you're angry more than you should be. Like yeah. You feel like I'm a little bit out of control, but I can't stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's why I want a punching bag in the shop because <laughs> I get stressed. And when I get stressed, I get mad. Yeah. That's like my, even when I'm like, most of the time when I cry, it's not because I'm sad. It's because I'm so stressed. frustrated and mm-hmm. angry with something that I just have to emote something. Yeah. Release some kind of yeah. pressure. That makes total sense. But that's what happens. But that's, it's the same thing for me and Cammy. We both get, we have like slight anger issues that we've both, I've learned how to control it. I think more than she knows how to. She's still working now. on it. Yeah. But I'm definitely a lot more calm and relaxed and can like deal with stuff better now. How do you, when you feel yourself going towards that anger, what is your anchors to be like, okay, we can... Move around this in a more calm manner instead of the all hell breaks loose. Honestly, it's just... <laughs> like, what are the skills you think you've uh, developed? Um, My mindset has changed completely. And a little bit of this is because of therapy, but most of it, I think, is just because of me, like, realizing what was happening. Mm-hmm. But I used to, like, dwell on every little thing, and now I don't. Like, I just what happens happens you can't change it so i don't try to like focus on one specific problem hyper focus Mm -hmm. okay Okay, this is a bulk of what i want to talk with you about though um so give a little backstory because you was it last year or two years ago that you were diagnosed with two years ago it's bipolar disorder two two so explain what that is and the, and the, the difference. Yes. Like okay. the number two? So yes. Oh, okay. So there's bipolar one and two. And bipolar one is um, like longer spouts of depression and mania. Whereas bipolar two is shorter. Like one week you can be super depressed and you can't leave your bed. And the next week you'll be super manic. So it's just shorter amounts of time between the two. But that's what I got diagnosed with two years ago like yeah, I, I don't know when I think it was like was it the summer or the fall that you started working here yeah it was in I think it May. was right after that and you were still in high school right no so you oh, had already, yes you had, you, already dropped, you had out dropped out, out. Yeah. what when did you drop out what year um I was dropped out or I dropped out my senior year and I would have graduated 2018 20 oh. Yeah. oh yeah 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 so you would have dropped out the year between uh, junior and senior year, right? Because you summer? was in, I you're was in, in school. Yeah, I was a senior, and you're you like, were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I know that I dropped out before April, 
because okay. oh, so I you went. Were, were you months so away? Close. But were you oh, going to graduate? Wow. Though? Oh, oh, so you weren't uh, even I on was track. Missing, I was missing <laughs> like 12 um, attendance credits and 12 like school credits. Oh, so you would have been so, had to be a super senior anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, they wanted to send me to Two Rivers, which is like mm. a secondary school. Yeah. For troubled children. Yeah. Yes. Troubled teens, I should mm-hmm. say. Is that the one? In, that's not the one by DTC, is it? I think I it's on Is there another I one up here in Ogden? Oh, okay. It's in Ogden. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, they wanted to send me there, and they brought that up because I had found out that I got diagnosed with bipolar 2, and I told all of my mm. teachers, the administrators, my counselors, and all of them except for a couple were like, sorry, we can't do anything to help you because I was just asking for like a little bit of leeway on yeah. assignments and they wouldn't do anything. Did they so offer any sort of, like do you think no. most of them didn't believe you and that's why they weren't willing to help? I don't or? know because I... It was very hard for me to tell them yeah, just because right. it was right after I had found out. A lot and of vulnerability in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what was wrong with me up until that point, and all of this had started like late eighth grade. So that's I, a while to mm-hmm. be dealing mm-hmm. with that and not what, know. What were your symptoms? Um, I started getting like little spouts of depression, but it was never anything like super serious, mm-hmm. and then. The, like, I would get, I never used to be anxious about anything. Like, I always wanted to be center of attention, and I was fine with doing that. And then I started getting super anxious about everything, and I got really bad insomnia, which is still a big thing. And, yeah, that was, like, ninth grade that all of that kicked in right when school started to matter, which is which is probably a big reason why, because mm-hmm. I had all this added pressure on me right. to do better. Because I used to get like all A's in school and then ninth grade hit and it, all my grades started dropping like mm-hmm. year after year. Shit, ninth grade is hard too. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, you had a different experience <laughs> than probably all the rest of us. <laughs> why? Oh, I don't know. I Brad just loves school. He had oh. a lot <laughs> of friends. He could, but you weren't necessarily like, a great student because sometimes teachers didn't like you. But <laughs> Just you because teachers didn't school. like me didn't mean I wasn't a good student. I got gra- I got really good grades. What were your GPAs? I think my final GPA was like three five or something like that. Mm, okay, so good. not really good grades, but I got good grades. <laughs> but you also, in your own way, you had trials and the teachers kind of. I mean, I think the really outgoing, extroverted teachers probably liked you, but other, think, but some teachers didn't like how. Uh, talkative yeah, yeah. Outgoing, and i think yeah, that's one sure. thing that maybe why they didn't like me is to see that at least in their minds they didn't see that i was working very hard but i still got good grades right okay so i don't know i'm just really smart <laughs> <laughs> that's how it used to be for me i was always you're like, still smart well just i know that. Yeah. <laughs> no but i was always like the class clown and I was super talkative, and the teachers would get mad at me for it, but I would get super good grades, so it didn't matter. <laughs> but then ninth grade, everything just went downhill. So um, I have – so talk about your family feud because I have question. like, so I know you, you had a big blow-up with your dad's side of your family. You can share whatever you do or don't want to share about that. You can also tell us to end something. But, stuff out later. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So 
from my my understanding is you and your cousin who was way older than you were like 12 or something i was yeah like 13 or 13 or 14 maybe okay or 12 i don't know it was, was that like, eighth grade then yes Which, this is age? this is exactly it what was eighth grade yeah it was eighth grade this is what i'm wondering if triggered your not that i think it uh, i don't know much about bipolar disorder but that's the exact time you have told me before that mm -hmm. that's when your depression started so I'm wondering if this event is what triggered it. Or so, at least contributed to it. Yes. If you want know. to talk, give a little bit of backstory of what happened between you and your cousin. Okay. <laughs> so me and my cousin, who at the time was probably like 24. I was so way older. Yeah, I was like 13. Um, she's also the favorite grandchild, so that helps. <laughs> but... um. She would just always like pull my hair or do things to piss me off, and then as a twenty-four yeah, year old, yeah, yeah I don't know. She's like, very so childish, but um, no, Brad, don't do. It. <laughs> <laughs> but she uh, pinned me down on Father's Day at my grandparents' house and drew like a little circle on my nose with Sharpie, and she knew that I was so self-conscious about my nose. So me and Cammy planned to go into the kitchen where she was and cammy was gonna grab her arms while i drew a little dot on her nose and we went in there and cammy grabbed her arms and she elbowed cammy in the ribs who was she, seven yeah, like 11 10 or 11 yeah yeah it was very tiny way young elbows an 11 year old <laughs> in the ribs and then went to walk away and I went to draw on her nose, but she moved. So I hit her bra strap and she started freaking out saying I ruined it. <laughs> and then my step grandpa came in and started yelling at just me. And he said, you need to get out of the house. And I said, what about her? And that was pretty much it. That's what caused it. And mm -hmm. then all because kids are playing around and he kicked you out of the house. Well, yeah. and an adult and the adult started yeah. it and did not get in trouble, which is ridiculous. Yeah, I said, what about her? And he was like, she didn't do anything. And I said, <laughs> OK. And then I said a little something. to him. <laughs> and then I sat in the car until you we can left. be explicit. Oh, wow. I said, OK, fuck you. I'm never <laughs> coming back. And, and you I haven't, haven't been back right? since. Yeah. You really have you have you seen him since? Yeah, I haven't talked to him since. They those grandparents That's a just long had time. dinner at their house the other night. Oh, and, that was those. and oh. Kate didn't I go stayed upstairs. in my room. Yeah. But I have seen him. I just don't look at him and he'll talk to me and I don't say anything back to him. Don't acknowledge it. Yeah, he's not a person to me anymore. Yeah. What about the cousin? Oh, I have not seen her since either. I don't see any one from that like side of the family well you guys don't go to that side of the family stuff anymore right so well, your, your parents then were like all right this we're gotta cut this out or well what? my mom was like thank god finally <laughs> <laughs> just what i but wanted been done for years that's, that's my dad's mom so he's still gonna like make an effort if right. he gets invited to a family party he'll go like they just went to the christmas party but he doesn't none of y'all go huh? your mom went no Oh, just me and my mom dad. never go. Yeah. My dad, Cammy, and Quinn will go. Oh, I'm surprised Cammy will. Yeah, she goes for my dad. Mm, that's, that's nice it. of her. Something yeah. similar to this happened in on my mom's side of the family with oh, me. Really? 
Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I was pretty young, probably a, even a little younger than you were. We were at a Christmas party, and some of the older kids, or probably in their 20s, were being bully-esque. And I got hit in the, in the eyeball with a snowball. Ooh. And I wasn't, I just walked out a door, and, and they threw a snowball at my face. Yeah. And the parents of the child were not being, you know, they were being real assholes about it. Mm-hmm. And so I've not seen them ever since. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. They were I've like, they were being really terrible about they it. They weren't at yeah. that reunion? I don't, the, which one? The one we just had this summer that we were like. No, I don't think about. I've, I don't think I've seen, like, I literally don't think I've seen those people since that party. Mm. Crazy. They were like extended family, ex- ex- extended, extended, maybe. Yeah. I don't. I can't even remember what their faces look like anymore. Well, here's the thing. Just because somebody's blood doesn't mean... Doesn't mean yes. I owe them anything. Yes, yeah, no. I, I anything. hate that mentality. It's like, it's my family. Oh, this person's yeah. a shitty person, but they're It's my second family, cousin. I got to so see them on Christmas. Like, no, if they're yeah. a bad person, they're a bad person, mm-hmm. regardless of if they're related to you and you do not have to put up with shit. That's how my dad's whole side of the family is. Like, if you do something wrong, you're like, well, you have to forgive them because <laughs> no. they're family. No, no, I that's hate toxic. that. I hate that so much. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that event happened when you were 13, 14-ish, yes. which is also when your depression started, your bouts of depression. Um, at the time when that started, were you ever conscious of, like, one of what was happening? Because no. when I, in the last couple of years, when my depression started really getting bad, I didn't even really realize I was depressed. Like, it took me a stupid amount of time to be like oh I'm depressed and I need help because it was a gradual slope then you'd say yes and it was also different than depression is portrayed so like when I was you mean that you don't you didn't feel like that little blue ball in the (laughs) Zoloft commercials oh I felt exactly (laughs) like that um yeah like I I obviously was working I was working here at the time and like I had fun at work and I could talk to people and I it wasn't like I wanted to stay in bed all day and I was sad all the time and it wasn't like I was faking being happy or having fun when I was with people specifically my friends but depression is just portrayed as this like oh you can't function in a daily life you can't hold down a job you'd stay in bed all day um and because that's what I've always seen depression portrayed as. I was like, I'm not depressed. And then finally I was like, um, oh, I think these are signs of depression. And even though I can feel happy and feel and have fun, like something is wrong. So it took me a stupid long time to realize that I was actually depressed. So did you realize what was no. happening what your depression was i didn't even know i don't know if i thought that it was normal for mm-hmm. people well it is normal right but i didn't know if that was just how everyone felt all the time mm-hmm. or if i like was different and ha- actually needed help for something yeah and yeah like the main thing was insomnia because i couldn't sleep forever and then when I finally got uh diagnosed they told me that insomnia was like one of the main symptoms for it like for anxiety insomnia is a big symptom and same with bipolar because when you get manic it's hard for you to sleep 
Mm-hmm. So I could just hear him pouring the <laughs> yeah. drink through the <laughs> You could hear that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, tonight I'm drinking te- uh, uh, Casadores tequila. tequila. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, it is a good one. And I got it from your dad, actually. Wow. He bought it for me in Mexico. Shout oh, out. Nice. And I didn't Shout say... Belly. <laughs> belly. I didn't say it last time, but last time I was drinking the Macallan 12-year in a sherry mm-hmm. oak. Scotch. Drinking water. <laughs> Same. <laughs> As any minor should be. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, they well, could drink soda we and didn't, you brought your own. We brought your own water bottle, and we didn't smell that, so... It could be just it vodka. It could be vodka. <laughs> I Straight <drive> vodka. <laughs> we don't know how responsible you are. I'm very responsible. <laughs> I would never. Good. Good for you. Okay. Where were we? Insomnia. So you yes. started... That was like one of the main things that I was like, mom, I think something's up because I can't sleep ever. Mm -hmm. And did it hit like all of a sudden you just couldn't sleep or was um, it a gradual thing? How did that happen? It was, I don't really remember right when it hit, but it felt like it came out of nowhere. Like I don't remember where there was a time when it was just kind of like every once in a while Mm -hmm. it just kind of hit to where every night i was up until like 2 or 3 a.m then had to get up for school yeah at like 6 30 and then i started thinking why why sleep when i can just stay up (laughs) and i did that where i would stay up for like three days straight and go to school and then did your mom know you were staying up for three days in a row yeah and i was so i was very manic so i would be so happy like i would draw all night and then Mm. um which reminds me i have a project for you the next time you stay up all night okay (laughs) (laughs) i would come upstairs and i would make breakfast i would make my dad breakfast before he went to work and my mom would be like oh you didn't sleep again and i would say yep (laughs) But so I would do that for like days in a row. Mm-hmm. And then one time at school, I almost passed out. The teacher was like, are you okay? You need to go to the office. So she sent me to the office and I almost passed out in the hallway. And that's when I was While like, walking? Hmm. Yeah. She's wow. having micro sleep. That's when I was like, okay, <laughs> I think I need help. And yeah, that was when I went and so like like senior went to the year? first doctor. Yeah. Oh, no. wow. So Yeah, from, this was going on geez. for a while. <laughs> so from about 8th to ninth grade to your senior year, you just had insomnia this whole time. You still have insomnia. And yes. <laughs> yo, a, She's still have an appointment tomorrow. But it started in 8th grade. Oh, you do? Good. So you've never I'm been on any sleep you. medication before, though, prescribed um, sleep medication. I The pills I was taking for bipolar, they're called cutiapine, cutiapine, I don't know. But those had like a sleep aid in them. So I would take them an hour before bed and I took them for maybe four months and they just started making me super depressed again. So I had to get off of them. Mm -hmm. But that's I've been on anti-anxiety pills, like severe anxiety pills and those pills. And both of them have resulted in me being like bedridden for two weeks because Oof. I would get so depressed. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little scared. While being on now. anti-anxiety pills? That's a like, what's yeah. crazy is there's a side and effect with anxiety medication. Mm-hmm. Good cause of severe depression. Right. And the bipolar pills are, they're antipsychotics and I was taking low doses of them, but high doses are used to treat schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like all of those pills 
all of the like oh you might get super depressed from this right. like that's just what right. comes with them so at the time you started taking okay when when did you start taking either one or both of those um was it had you been working here no so it was before you I started was taking working here. I was taking the QT when I was working here okay it was during the summer because one of the weeks I didn't show up to work for Oh, it was I long. I think it was longer than a week. Yeah. So, but, well, actually, I think when you, there was, I mean, it was, I but think it was like two weeks probably where you couldn't come to work. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but that was after you stopped taking it, right? Well, I started feeling myself getting depressed again. So I stopped taking them because I was like, this seems there. like the same thing right. that happened with the other pills. And then it just set in, and I feel like those pills are still, like, they Acting messed you. me up completely. Yeah. That's why it's so hard for me to draw now, too. Mm -hmm. And Yikes. my therapist, she told me that a lot of people with bipolar don't like to get on pills because they love what they do when they're manic. Yeah, I've heard and that before. Sense. Yeah, my thing when I was manic was drawing, Draw. and now I can't draw as well or, like, as creatively anymore as I used to. Mm. Mm. People are like, yeah. Uh, yeah, the whole idea that like the greatest artists were the most suffering. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So it's good so for you. <laughs> <laughs> huh? We had a friend growing up who had really severe bipolar, and he uh, he was kind of crazy. Not kind of crazy. He seemed very. Are you talking about James? Mm-hmm. And he one day was like, well, I'm going to go be a Marine, but they won't take you unless you are not on, on medication. medication. Uh -oh. So he took himself off all his medication and then he just started working out like this was a kid who played video games like all night long, all day long. Mm -hmm. And he's like, OK, I'm, I want to be a Marine. This is something I want to do. He got off his medication and got jacked, jacked, <laughs> like and, super jacked. He is. And he's pretty damn successful with his mm -hmm. military career now. And he seems how long ago was that? Like six. Six years ago, ish. Before we were married, he didn't join the Marines before we were married. No, maybe not. Probably oh, right yes, about did. when we got married. So almost maybe, ten oh, years yeah, now. Almost, yeah. And he's he's worked his way up the ladder in Marines. I think he's a pretty yeah. a pretty high up. So he must have figured out how to. I don't know. Well, exercise yeah. is one of the first things they recommend yeah. to you at, for mm -hmm. helping depression, anxiety, mm -hmm. like anything like that. They recommend exercise. Mm -hmm. Seen that gym out? <laughs> the stair stepper? Just put your tins yeah. up and start <laughs> stepping. The hard, the hard thing, I have many other questions still about medication and therapy and your bipolar and insomnia. <laughs> but um, <List. laughs> the, I know I forgot to get my pen and paper this time. But you want me to go get you one? Um, maybe. Does, it, does your phone not do notes? Oh, yeah, I could do it on my phone. It's a lot it's fast. Like, it's a I lot easier physical, to write it down yeah. on a physical piece of paper, I think. The hard thing that's so hard for people who... The hard thing that's, <laughs> so the hard hard. Thing that's like the, really hard. The thing <laughs> that is really hard for people who haven't dealt with anxiety and depression to understand is like, yes, exercise is one of the most beneficial natural ways to deal with but that. But it's not a fix-all. Mm -hmm. Not Yes, it's not a fix-all, but also... Because my depression happened so slowly and I didn't realize how bad it was, 
I then was at the point where I literally could not get myself to exercise that's, that's or, or, then. or really I do. I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of other factors. It doesn't it, mean am you're I depressed. depressed. Because I really don't want to. <laughs> Some people hate it. Okay, this is a side note. And I, I don't want to just talk about me. But here's a question. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm about to do something that generally I think would be really fun, something I really enjoy, mm-hmm. I get super tired. Really? Yeah, like, huh. I don't think I can even get up and do that. Like, even to ride my horse some days. Oh, I'm like, wow. I think I need to take a nap instead of go ride. But then huh. I go ride and I feel way, right. way, way better. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. I don't know what that is. You should. Maybe your body <laughs> just somebody. knows it can't deal with that much excitement. It's the, yeah. I'm just interpreting time, so it as tiredness. Maybe. And maybe I just am really tired. Yeah. I mean, you have two young kids. That's, That's exhausting. Okay, <laughs> this so is tired. another thing. <laughs> So I have insomnia. I can never sleep, but also I'm constantly tired. Yeah. So I don't know. How, you don't have the energy is. to. Yeah. Yeah. Like right now, I'm so tired. Yeah. But when I go home, I won't be able to sleep until mm-hmm. like 3 a.m. Which would just be maddening. I can't imagine. Thank you. You got my llama notebook. Look how cute my llama notebook <laughs> That's is. That's pretty fucking cute. Okay. Oh, that's okay. I'll switch you. <laughs> Escape from Alcatraz. Um, okay, let me think of my questions. Do you f- oh, do wait. you sometimes do like these micro comas though? Don't you sleep for like two days and then? Um, or you've done that, right? Okay, for the past mm, maybe three weeks, I've taken one day out of the weekend to sleep majority of the day. Mm. The day mm. has that been working well? No. Are you? Oh, okay. Sucks. <laughs> Are well, you then, nocturnal? Do you feel like you can fall asleep in the day more than you can the night? Yeah. I So you need to move to another side I of the know. planet and you'd be I, I just need to get a job where I work all night and then I sleep all day and I You know, or just adjust your schedule. You never you never know. tried it though, too. <laughs> tried what? Like being awake all night and then going to sleep in the day? No, I have. Oh. Well, I used to like stay up all night until like 10 a.m. And, and then, then I would sleep. sleep all day until 5 p.m. or something. <sighs> that is so frustrating. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, yeah, once a week for the past three weeks, I've just been taking a day to sleep to most of the rest. day. Because I, I feel like my body needs to catch up on something. Yeah. And yeah, most of the week I get like four hours of sleep a night. So well, crazy. you look great for someone who doesn't sleep. <laughs> you are you. glowing. See, I wonder glowing. how I would look if I got a steady eight hours every night. <laughs> I feel like my hair would be healthier. My skin would be healthier. What? Maybe. Okay, I know nothing's you have fixing my skin. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have. Uh, you look in the mirror and you see what you see. But someone who doesn't see what you see, your hair and your skin looks good. Yeah, so I, nice. I w- you also don't wear like any makeup. Yeah. So you're doing You're okay. Not today. <laughs> most days I do. I as far as do face? my eyebrows. No, most like days. face makeup. I'm not wearing like um, a foundation and a glitter. <laughs> you can't wear glitter. Neither does Jen. It's just a daily thing. It's beautiful, naturally beautiful. Most days, though, if I do try to get ready, I have like a tinted moisturizer that I put mm. on. It's pretty much just tinted sunscreen. That's good. <laughs> Except for Very Thanksgiving. Sunscreen. 
had some serious eye makeup on Thanksgiving. I know. They came over and I was like in sweats. (laughs) I used to do my, I wouldn't leave my room without makeup on. Really? I used to have a wing like in eighth grade or ninth grade, eighth grade. Hmm. I would have to have eyeliner on before I left my room every day. Like my parents couldn't see me without makeup. (laughs) Was it a self-conscious thing because you felt Mm self-conscious? Huh? And then, but your mom didn't wear a lot of makeup, so this was just like something. I mean, yeah, society, friends. I started getting into makeup in like eighth grade, seventh. Oh yeah, you guys had like YouTube. You could watch (laughs) and be. I didn't even watch YouTube. I just saw like I would go through magazines and I would see these pretty like eyeshadow looks, and I was like, Mm -hmm. "Oh, I want to do that." And it's also an art form. Yeah, Yeah, true. It's like painting on your Mm -hmm. face, Mm -hmm. so I like doing that. But I don't do it as much anymore. And I'm less self-conscious about my face now. That's good. So that's why I don't wear as much makeup. Yeah. Good, good, good. You also don't have time for that. You wake up at noon and then you got to get to work. Whoa, I'm having crazy deja vu. (laughs) Really? Have we had this conversation before? No. Definitely not in this environment. (laughs) That's for sure. I don't know what that means. Oh, I actually read somewhere that deja vu, someone's like... um, theory on why that happens is deja vu is you letting yourself know that you're doing exactly what Mm. you're meant to be doing in that time see and the more scientific explanation for deja vu (laughs) 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 sorry to buzzkill that's a good positive (laughs) the i have heard that the the real reason for deja vu real or hypothesized okay yeah the real hypothesized reason like (laughs) that neuroscience scientists have come up with is that it's the parts of your brain are processing mm-hmm. the images that you're seeing before Faster. your conscious mind is realizing it. Yeah. It's different speeds. So then your brain processes it and then you see it and then you're like, wait a minute, this has happened yeah. before. That's there, deja vu. There's a separate thing. Maybe I'll try to Google it real quick that I used to experience all the time. Your vagina hurting? That does happen sometimes. <laughs> Happened today. What were For those that don't oh. know. Yeah, I'll tell you. I have no problem telling you. I'm just people. trying to give context like you asked. Yes, for context. <laughs> sometimes uh, it's usually with physical things like, oh, I saw this. It, it still gets me. I she saw just this. Went, dis- and you touch her elbow and her vagina hurts. It's just something that happens. I saw this disgusting video the other day of this lady that broke her foot. It makes me want to throw up thinking about it still. <laughs> I was like traumatized after watching the video. Um, so it's usually physical pain like that. Uh, it just makes my vagina hurt when I see it for maybe a second or two and then it just goes away. I'm assuming it's the equivalent of, of guys' balls hurting when they see other guys get kicked in the ball. That's often a common I wouldn't example. say that my, like, <laughs> I wouldn't say that my testicles like feel an actual pain Mm -hmm. when something I just more is like I can mentally empathize with that person oh I feel a physical sensation of pain in my vagina wait didn't you sorry sympathize I can sympathize with that Uh, what who else felt the vagina pain I think it was she's probably no it it was both experience the vaginal pain and I don't like the way you said that (laughs) vaginal pain (laughs) And um, people on that Confessions Instagram account also said, some said that they... Oh, did you do a con- well. that confession? I yeah, think so, did. yeah. Mm. Did you ever send one in, Kate? No. 
That's too bad. What would you confess? It's time to confess. There's nothing. I have nothing to confess. What's your deepest, darkest secret? I don't have one. People ask me that all the time. And I'm like, I have things that I've never told people, but it's because they're meaningless. And like, like I made breakfast this morning. I tripped on a sidewalk crack last week. I've never told anyone that. I'm trying to think of a good example. I guess I had embarrassing stories in there too. Do you have an embarrassing story? Mm -hmm. What's the most embarrassed you've ever been? Oh, that one's hard for it's me because I don't get embarrassed don't very know. easily. I don't either. And, yeah. and in fact, when someone asked me that, I was like, I don't know. And they knew more embarrassing. <laughs> They're like, oh, what about the time you yeah, did this? I feel like, like, oh, I I feel like your friends can pick out things yeah. that were embarrassing. But me, myself, I can't think of anything yeah. that I was like, oh, my God, why did I do that? <laughs> what's the most, in it, if you can think, what's the most embarrassing thing that has happened with you and like a boy that you liked. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That might narrow it down. Embarrassing? Yeah. Like, oh, I said maybe something you said or. Or you farted. Yeah. Was, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Or you just got up any, and, and there was a cord stuck on, to your butt. You looked like, like you just thought of something. You no. were like, why well, are you raising your hand, Brad? Do you have a question? No, the jazz one. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> 111 to 106 at Atlanta. Nice. I honestly don't know. I haven't okay. had much experience in that department. <gasps> That's something so. else we Okay, wait, but I want to Is it okay if we go back to the bipolar and yes. insomnia? Okay. So you tried one medication before yes. you started working here, before I knew you. Mm-hmm. And I feel that, like you were on a medication when we went to Arizona. Correct? I don't think so. Oh, I that's after I had gone to the health spot and gone like, like the vitamins and mm, different some natural supplements, you which got those helped more and had no side effects. Oh, that's which, good. Which, like every th- the other two pills I had tried had awful side effects, mm-hmm. and these helped more than those two ever mm. did. That's cool. Did you keep taking them or did you stop? Um, I had the paper where it showed like how many to take a day and what ones to take at what time. Mm-hmm. And I lost it oh. and I just haven't called them to ask. You should if it, if it was so Kelsey beneficial. Call. Yeah, I, I literally, literally will call for you if you want. I'll, I'll call them. <laughs> okay. But wait, are these the same ones that you stopped taking because you said that you your your manic episodes weren't as... No. Oh, this so is these, a different one. Ones that were all, actually helping. Yeah, these are just all natural, like... They have like, like minerals and vitamins and, oh. and stuff like that because a lo- I, I've heard I have I don't know but I've heard that like a lot of mental health stuff is a lack hormonal. of certain deficiency. Yeah, that's true. Hormonal thing, but also yeah, deficiency in like certain vitamins and minerals and stuff like that. So, um, okay, so you tried one medication that caused depression, so you stopped mm-hmm. that, and then. Like right when you started working here, so when we met you, right about is when like your mom was taking you to a bunch of different appointments and that was when you got the second medication. I got the second one um, pretty close to right when I started working here. I Yeah, I think it was really soon after. Yeah. Maybe before, but. But I was going to... The um, a psychiatrist and a yes. therapist which you did not like either I of hated them right it. I hated did? It wait so was there was there one that you liked or you didn't like either of um, them um one that i 
that was never my therapist. She was just trying to find a therapist for me. Oh, okay. Um, I liked her, but she was strictly like a a children's therapist. Mm. Gotcha. So I couldn't have her. Yeah. That's, and then that's the other one that she picked for me, um, she was very expensive and I would have hour long sessions. And um, I think it was like my second time going or my third time going. It was just me and I didn't have my mom with me. And she asked me how I was doing. And after I told her that she was just like, what's your favorite kind of food? And just talk to me about food <laughs> for like 15 minutes. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I was like, why is my mom paying you all right. of this money when you're not going to try to help me? Mm. So but that was the last time I went to a therapist. Oh, you only went to her twice. I was thinking yeah. it was more times. So a huge component of therapy uh, is your relationship with your therapist. So she may have just been trying to get to know you better you roll your eyes, which is fine if you don't. <laughs> no, I got that. Like, I know that that's a big Why? thing that right. they do. Like, they try to earn your trust and bond with you about things but it wasn't working not for you. related to you. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to tell her what was happening to me and see if she could give me any insight on why it was right. happening or mm -hmm. anything that could help, like breathing exercises or meditations, stuff like that. And right. she did give me one that I still keep in my room and it's like, it helps with anxiety and panic attacks. That's good. Is it like a yeah. saying mantra or, or a mantra or? Um, you, I, I can't remember the order, but it's like five things you see, four things you hear, three things mm. you smell, two things you can Ooh. touch and one you can taste, something like oh, that. That's nice. But when you're having a panic attack, if you have to focus on all of those things, it helps your mind calm down and only focus on those things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I've used that quite a bit. Also, if you're um, not sober <laughs> and you start feeling a little weird, that also helps for that. Weird as in Drinking? Pan panicky because you're not sober? Mm, not panicky, what, but if you're just way? like, mm, I don't feel like myself right now. Hmm, interesting. You say you if you're not sober? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you said for if you were sober, oh, no. alcohol <laughs> helps with sober. anxiety. <laughs> Just drink all the alcohol. It'll help, I promise. Um, <laughs> have okay. you tried yoga? I want to start doing yoga again. I was going to get a yoga mat after Christmas and New Year's. Mm. Nice. Cammie told me that you guys also want to maybe start rock climbing too. She wants to. You should do well, it. I, I think you would to. like it. I think I would. you would enjoy it. I've always it. liked climbing yeah. on rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. But it is way fun. The gear for it mm, is expensive. Yeah. Well, Liz and I have we have gear. Enough gear for like four or five people to go. Oh, also, wow. we have the same shoe size, so Yeah, you could probably you <gasps> could wear Liz you, you could borrow yeah. Liz's shoes and we have <laughs> memberships to the front climbing gym. And we get we get one free okay. visitor per month uh -huh. per person, so we get two people a month for free. Me and yeah, Cammy were thinking it. about it, but I don't know what happened to that. <laughs> just I'd make be it happy happen. to take you guys. You I could totally see you guys happen. like being at the gym. Yeah, the climbing gym. And that's like I can't do. I need to cancel my Vasa membership. Yeah. If you're good, maybe yeah. we'll yeah. make the front one of your perks for working here. <gasps> And they, they have a really nice yoga loft. Yeah, they have yoga loft. They have nice. a full gym with like like all the exercise equipment, weights, all that stuff. And hot dudes. 
Yeah, and hot, and hot dudes. dudes. She has a boy right now. She doesn't need another dude. Yeah, Which we'll but talk hot about. dudes are. You know. <laughs> That's the most uncomfortable you've been all night. <laughs> yeah, she just covered her face. And she's blushing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll stop for now. Okay, so I do. I will move on from your therapist experience, but I do want to say that I think you could greatly benefit from therapy if you find the right one. So mm-hmm. I my hope is that you, and I don't think you will, but to not base all of therapy off of that one therapist because it well, it I really does. Yeah. A, mm-hmm. a hu- I mean, probably 80% of therapy is just matching, connecting mm-hmm. with your therapist. Well, one of my friends, he started going to a therapist i don't know how long ago it's been months and he loves her and she's helped him a lot and he keeps like a journal that he writes Mm. things in and yeah she's helped him a ton but yeah it's just finding the right match to you which that's part of the reason why is because it's just thinking about how many times of trial and error it's going to take yes. to find the right one. It's overwhelming. That, yeah. That's, that's exactly how too. I was. Like with yeah. medications, it's uh-huh. trial and error. And that's why it takes me so long after one fails to get mm-hmm. back into another. That makes sense. Because it's just so much. Yeah. Time. I will say that, sense. that the only experience I have with therapy was with uh, an LDS therapist. And the only thing he told me, or the only advice he would give me was to pray and to read scriptures. So just try that, Kate. (laughs) So so no, it didn't work. (laughs) But so I wouldn't recommend trying. Your first therapist? Uh, When you first came home from your mission, were you seeing a therapist? Yeah, I was seeing an LDS therapist and And LDS family services or I think it was something like that. Mm-hmm. That's but right. the only thing he would tell me is to, and I met with him. And he was an addiction therapist. Yeah, he was an addiction therapist. And Do so, you want to share what your quote unquote addiction was? My quote unquote to, addiction was pornography yeah. slash masturbation. <laughs> and <laughs> and now looking back, I'm like, oh, I was, I had a normal, a normal I had a normal teenage boy use of mm-hmm. pornography. And I was led to believe that I had an addiction over it right. or it had, it had a hold over me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the only thing they would tell me was that, oh, here's a book you can read that is church approved. And here is, you can, you can uh, pray and read scripture. <laughs> that was the only advice they gave me to get through my ailments. So I have, I have also not had great experiences with yeah. therapists. I've also found that my... Like the best form of therapy for me is talking to my friends about stuff. Mm -hmm. Connection, your tribe. Yeah. It's harder. I don't know. Like it was easy. Not easy. I don't know. I could talk to a stranger about it, but I felt like I was getting more genuine answers that were more helpful from Mm -hmm. my friends. And I trust them more than I do a stranger. So. But yes, which is totally valid in, in, human connection is one of the most beneficial things for for me at least to like get out of my head and deal with depression and stuff but also friends are not trained therapists so it's it it is extremely (laughs) it is extremely beneficial but it is also very different and I think for you 
and for me, a combination of both is and could be very, mm-hmm. very beneficial. So, yeah. But um, as far as the overwhelming factor, I called around. Well, yeah, I emailed because I don't like calling. I don't like talking on the phone. <laughs> so I emailed a bunch of therapists and asked if they would do like a free 10 minute con- phone con- consultation before I met with them. Um, mostly to see if I did have like, oh yeah, I can, I feel comfortable talking to them over the phone. Um, a lot of them surprisingly wouldn't do that, but I did find one who would, and that's the one that I ended up going to. And I really liked because the, yeah, the two biggest factors for me was money. Cause I was paying for it out of pocket. And it's like, I don't have to go to six different therapists and pay a hundred to $150 per session just to see if we connect Mm -hmm. when I could do like a 10 minute phone call and see if it seems like I'd get along with you. So some of them will do phone consultations and that's something you could try to see if it seems like you guys would be a good fit. And to me, that's way less overwhelming than going to six different Mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm. visits. (laughs) But I would, I would also say, to back Kate that I think I think in in an instance where you do have a diagnosed bipolar number two did I say that correctly I would say that I would say that where you are diagnosed with a a mental health issue I don't is that even yeah I don't know PC to say what's the the, how would how would I say that disorder just okay just with a A disorder that you've been diagnosed with uh a mental disorder that a therapist, a, a trained licensed therapist could be most beneficial. Mm-hmm. But to Kate's point, I would say that if it works for her to just like work, like to talk to friends about things right, and makes her feel better, like that's also great yeah, because sure. I personally like, I don't feel like I need therapy because I like I use Liz as my sounding board (laughs) and she is typically really good at not to toot my own horn, just listening and saying, yeah, that sucks. And like maybe try this or Mm -hmm. do this or whatever. So I think that it is, it can be with, if it works for you, it can be very beneficial to just talk to somebody that you're really close to Mm -hmm. and that you trust. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I'm and like like I said earlier, I'm not I didn't say this exactly, but I'm not discrediting discrediting how beneficial that can be. Mm-hmm. I'm Good. just saying that in addition <laughs> to that that friend connection, a licensed therapist could yeah. be also extremely also Right. Extremely like I said, beneficial. especially with somebody who has been diagnosed with a mental yes. disorder. Yeah, exactly. That yes, a trained professional could definitely be. Mm-hmm very beneficial in that progress of getting help that they need mm-hmm, for sure. But if Kate has found something that works for her, that, but, That's but definitely like too. Kelsey says, like if you feel like you need more, don't try and do what she's saying too, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I, I haven't had like, I used to get depressed very often and I, in the past like six months, I've had like a really severe depression pit for maybe maybe a couple days and at a time yeah but I've only that's only happened like twice in the past six months that's good and it used to happen like bi-weekly so really wow I found pretty good coping mechanisms Mm -hmm. for it 
But the main thing now is just insomnia. So that's what my appointment's for tomorrow. Yeah. To see if they can... Because there is nothing except for medication that will help soothe this at Mm -hmm. this point, which I hate. But also, if it will help me, then I'll try it and see. Yeah. For sure. Do you feel comfortable sharing what your coping mechanisms have been? Um, I do breathing exercises. Like if I get stressed out or anxious about stuff or I'm just feeling off, I'll do breathing exercises breathing exercises and i'll make sure to not seclude myself when i feel that way mm, that's good mm. yeah like I'll which can force be myself. really hard yeah to i not will mm-hmm. force myself yeah. or i'll if i don't want to leave my house i'll call journey or something and ask mm. if she can come over or cammy will hang out in my room just someone being yeah. there helps me not think about other stuff mm-hmm. but yeah it hasn't really been much else also i think moving has like mm. upped everyone else's mental health too yes. you mean having a window <laughs> yeah <laughs> not living but in a yeah, black hole i think moving has helped a lot with everyone just having more space mm. and not being so cluttered together yeah. has helped a like tremendously yeah that's good i love it it's helped my mental health there. I love having you guys around the corner. <laughs> My it's kids really nice. are super stoked. Oh, yeah. Our kids love it. For those who don't know, Liz and Brad kind of lived in. So they had a small house. Then they were building a house. But they moved into kind of a temporary house. So Jen and Billy. Kate's well, we moved into the temporary Kate's house parents. while our house was being built. Right. And, and then the house being built was done. just around the corner. Yeah. Like so a we quarter moved into, mile. Yeah. Even. Not even that. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> a block <laughs> so we we moved into that house during construction because it was really close and we could see the house being built and we could stay on top of it and then when we were and then it just so happened to be that you got your parents were looking for a place to buy and move and our house that we were living in happened to work out perfect for you guys yeah. so i'm so glad that you guys did that because now you guys Me live too. close and it's a lot of fun and now mm. they have like a forever home that they're planning mm-hmm. to do a whole bunch of stuff with in the backyard and make mm-hmm. it their own. So. And we're going to make yeah. a community garden at Staghead Manor. <laughs> <laughs> She's got plenty of room at her house though. For she does. She really true. does. Unless the dogs get out and dig it up. Yeah. <laughs> and they're in trouble. I think your mom's going to get less and less dogs. It will be fenced. They've already had the less area. and less rabbits. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah and you're going to take Floki They're just you slowly move, right? getting their pets. I, I thought Floki was Cammy's dog. He's our family dog. Oh, okay. but I, I didn't know if there was like one person <laughs> who was like, he's mine. Mm-hmm. I've heard like you talk about him the most. I mean, I spend the most time with you, but you seem to like love him the most. Quinn hates him. <laughs> or really? She doesn't like him. I don't know why. She was like, why can't we get rid of him? I want my dog now. Because <laughs> oh, she, she wants a dog. Her When own dog. she turns 16, that's her thing. She wants a dog oh. and she won't take no for You guys dog. already have dogs. I didn't. Three dogs. I mean, when I was a sophomore, yeah, that's when I got my cat, and mm. I just looked him up in school one day on KSL Classifieds, <laughs> found a cute little kitten, went and picked him up, and then I said I found him in the bushes, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't tell my parents the real story until they had fallen in love with him. Oh, and really? Yeah. How my old dad, were you? This was just um, a couple years six, ago. 
16? I think I remember. Man, Jen children are manipulative. About, like, oh, Kate found a cat in the sidewalk or in the gutter. She's bringing <laughs> this cat home from the gutter. Yeah, I said I found him in the bushes. I was like, he was right by the bushes. And can we keep him? But yeah, um, is Oski yours? Mm-hmm. And then Nova is Cammy. Is that the is that the little black cat? Um, Oski's black and he has white. He's um, short hair. But yeah, that's how. And then my dad was like, no, we're never keeping like we're not having another cat because we already had <laughs> um, one cat. And then like a week later after school, he was in cuddling him in my oh, room. Oh, your I was dad. Like, hmm. But yeah, the same thing with Nova. Cammy was just, I, I set it up. I love getting people pets. <laughs> <laughs> but I set it up. A girl was like, um giving them away and i slid up on her snapchat story and i was like hey do you have that one sold yet and she didn't and we went and picked her up you slid into her dms i did <laughs> tell me about that <laughs> when me and cammy were leaving she was like okay mom dad i'm going to get a kitten and they were like what and then we came back and she had a kitten <laughs> <laughs> they didn't try to stop you guys on your way out the door to be like no more cats no. she had been talking about it how she wanted one I think that anyone who struggles with <laughs> mental illness should own a cat. Yeah. I really do. They're very Cats are soothing. don't give a shit about you, though. They do, though. Our cats love us. When we get home, they cry for us, and they mm -hmm. come and Aww. cuddle us in our cats rooms. Cats only are vocal with humans. They don't do that with other cats. I would say that, though, my only experience with a cat that cares about another living creature is your the cat that you had when we first met. And we're, well, for a long up time. until last year little nightshade mm -hmm. she was the only she was the first cat that i ever met that i felt like cared about people yeah that she gave a shit about anything besides her own naps <laughs> so i would that's that was the question i was going to ask you is that if you feel like having animals the dogs the cats the rabbits therapeutic for in your sure life are. is that therapeutic does that help when, your mental health when I'm, rabbits sad, too? <laughs> when I'm sad I go to PetSmart and I go into the little cat area and I <laughs> pet the little cat. even though you before, have a cat at home before yeah, Brad I, like I would go to the animal shelter <laughs> yeah I'm scared to do that because I feel like I might come home with it's, it's hard <laughs> I, I was gonna go volunteer there but oh, you I know should. Kelsey, I couldn't. Why? I can't resist a dog. It feels sad. The yeah. Utah Humane Society was doing a, fur, like, all animals were free. What? No, one dollar. It was one dollar. Oh, all animals were one dollar. <laughs> they were the dollar or free, but they were trying to get rid of all of the animals they had. That was weird. I think, <laughs> I think they get a lot of new animals uh, just after Christmas because people are like, oh, shit. I mean, um. Oh, so they have to empty the cages to get ready for the new one? That's sad. That's, that is sad. That's just how it works. It's because people are dumb and they are like, we really want a dog. And then they get a dog and then that dog pees in their house for a day. <laughs> well, <laughs> and then should we take a break? Kate, for a Caitlin's break. taking a break. All right. We're going to go ahead and take a break. And here's a word from our very generous sponsor. <laughs> What's happening? Okay. So we're back on. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Kate, I did have one more question about the new house. Yeah. So do you feel like having moved into the new home, is that, do you feel like that's better for your personal mental health? Yes. Okay. Just, so. And maybe you already addressed that and I just missed it or forgot. A little just having bit. more space to like be alone if I want to. Mm -hmm. oh, that's In our such other a big house, thing. you could 
not be alone. There was no way that you could be in your room and just be unbothered. Like, yeah. And That's now I can sit in my room and no one will bother me for hours and it's so nice. Well, and especially your room, you're on you're on the opposite side of the basement from your mm -hmm. sisters. So that's got to be really nice. Mm -hmm. It's very nice. It still isn't preventing me from wanting to move out, though. <laughs> I still want to move out. I mean, but of I'm course not, you I'm do, not but yeah, to move yes. Out. I, I don't think I you want, should rush necessarily. I definitely want to travel a yeah. lot more before I move out. That's smart. My plan is moving out like mid-2021, probably. Okay. Like a year and a half-ish. Yeah. You want to travel good. a lot more, you should do like 2024. <laughs> I feel like I just heard a kid cry. Yeah, that I was keep weird. I keep what? hearing that too. And I'm, oh yeah. my God. It was a <laughs> it's, the, it's the dead shop baby. <laughs> the dead shop Don't baby. say that. That's the haunting. <laughs> what's haunting the shop is the baby. <laughs> I just heard a the weird background noise too. That yeah, it Mike's sounded like up. a I'm kid crying sure upstairs. It, it didn't sound like crying upstairs. to me necessarily. It sounded like a... <laughs> <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Yeah. It could be Ben and Ryan. Uh, I really want to talk Christ. to them about their relationship. Have them on the yeah. podcast. I want to, but I don't We think almost had ready. them last week when you bailed on us. <laughs> yeah. What a bailer. Don't, don't play the, play the <laughs> I'm sad kidding, button. I'm kidding. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Show her we the ended sad up, button. Oh, here's the sad button. Wait, it might. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's you like magical. Okay, I, like I think the... Hang on, it might take me a second to find it. Nope. Ooh, I like all of these. <laughs> that was not too... You can, you can, be, our, oh, you can right. be our sound technician for all the episodes. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the sad one. Okay, so actually speaking of... So speaking are of you sad. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> are we recording? Yeah. So we were... Again, we can cut this out. You don't have to talk about it, whatever. Um, but we were going to record last week, but you weren't having a very good day. Yeah, so I was having not a not <laughs> a good time. So we can't we rescheduled. Um, so a few days before that, go. This is going back to you being manic. I always forget when you're manic. I just think you're in a super good mood. Yeah, I know. It's and so then nice. <laughs> I love when I'm manic. And then later, your mom will. Or you even a lot of times will be like, like a few weeks ago, I was like, you were in such a good mood today. And you were like, because I'm manic. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it, so it's interesting to me that you are are aware of it. I mean, I, I you would be because it's not that you're not happy, but it's very it's very different. Like it's a drastic mm -hmm. change in well, personality like, in mood. That, not so personality. there's like. When I have depression and then just normal me and then manic me, which I'm just way more like happy mm -hmm. or s happy seeming. Like I just, I don't know. It's easier for me to function when I'm manic. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm just like leveled out, I'm, it's, it's not like it's harder, but I definitely am not as like talkative or like, giggly yeah you laugh a lot i know you you laugh where were a you lot in mexico <laughs> oh good drunk just drunk you can't be sad in mexico <laughs> <laughs> all right now we know well, what we gotta do 
related. Okay, so I do have a two-part question. Do you not- notice any correlation in your manic episodes to how much sleep you're getting? Like, are you mm-hmm. sleeping more Good and then question. you're more manic? Mm-hmm. Or is it just, like, all over the board? Right now, it's pretty even. When I'm manic, I can't. It's way harder for me to fall asleep. Right now, mm-hmm. I'm not manic, but I'm still not able to fall asleep until, like, 3 a.m. So, I don't know. It it goes in waves. Sometimes it's very obvious that when I'm manic, I can't sleep. And then when I'm not, I can. And I also think a big part of it has to do with hormones. Because whenever... Yeah. Whenever I'm about to start my period, I get like in a slump of where I just want to sleep all the time, and I can I can't wake up, I can't pull myself but, out of bed, which but is I, what I, happens a lot. I think I feel like you often get manic right before your period. I do. I so get manic, and then I get really exhausted, yeah. and then mm-hmm. yeah. So it's like super high leading up to your period ish, and then you just crash mm-hmm. after. Yeah. Has that's what happens. Is it pretty consistent, like, intensity every month, or does that vary? Mm, I would say it varies, but most of the time it's, like, especially now, because I know what I'm dealing with, mm-hmm. and I understand it, it's not as intense as it used to be. When I used to, when I didn't know what I, what was wrong with me, it was just weird because I had no, like, solve for it. Right. But now that I do, it's a lot easier for me to, like, to understand what's going on and handle it versus. Yeah. Or try to. Do you? Yeah. Sometimes I can't. I, so that was something else I was going to ask about is when, which we kind of talked about last week, but. Do you feel like when you were diagnosed, um, so leading up to that, did you just kind of feel like you were crazy? Like you didn't know what was happening. You maybe knew this wasn't normal, but you had no words Mm -hmm. to articulate what was happening. So when you were diagnosed, was it like a big relief that, oh, this might still keep happening, but I at least now have a name for it and know what's going on. When they diagnosed me, I started crying like bawling Mm. just because I was so relieved that I had a name for what like I had something that was tangible that I Mm -hmm. could hold on to instead of just loose like I had nothing right before that except for people being like oh yeah you have anxiety and Mm. insomnia is a symptom of this but I never had something that I could look up and read symptoms of it Mm -hmm. yeah so that was nice so then the second part the, the second part of my two-part question then is kind of moot because my next question was if you thought it was because I know doctors get it wrong sometimes and so I wasn't sure if like that you really are bipolar or if it's just that you have insomnia for whatever reason and it's not bipolar and your mood swings are are directly correlated with your how much sleep you're getting or not mm-hmm. getting but now hearing that, I understand that it probably is more what the doctor well, is saying well, that it doesn't now not correlate it. Question it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what, like I don't know if I because uh-huh. there's no way to prove it really. Right. Yeah. That you do have it, so I don't know. I mean, maybe it's the hard. 
would the doctor that you're going to see tomorrow maybe like would you be interested in getting a second opinion on if you even do have yeah, it i would but that might be worth doing there's not like ct scans they can do to see the brain function just in someone's interpreting what you're saying is happening to yeah. you mm -hmm. well they can do a ct and scan and it will say bp2 <laughs> in the head <laughs> oh there it is I see it right there oh, Oh, there's the B. <laughs> I can see it on there. And there's the P. Just looking for that two now. The Roman numeral two. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of, that's what's weird about it. And that's why I can't really, like, when I first got diagnosed, it was, I was like, thank God I have something. Mm -hmm. But as I've developed different coping mechanisms, I don't know for sure if that's right. what I actually have or if it's something based on my hormones or if it's something different altogether yeah right but all the signs that like everything i described to the psychiatrist she said was related to bipolar mm. too mm -hmm. so that's what i'm going with for now yeah <laughs> so you you feel like if you can get the sleep thing because your men your mental health has been pretty consistent pretty mm -hmm. good that you feel like if you get the sleep thing figured out that things might be exponentially better that's for you. my biggest thing mm -hmm. like my biggest goal for 2020 is to be able to wake up and make breakfast and actually be awake before i go <laughs> to work because yeah. most of the time when i get here <laughs> i'm a zombie <laughs> and yeah i just want to have an how useful to do that <laughs> do you, you drink just coffee don't. in the morning yeah she uh she, she's a functioning zombie, but I know Kate's great. You don't talk to her very much when she first gets in. <laughs> in fact, Kelsey we didn't. Knows, Kelsey knows not to talk to me <laughs> when I walk in. She can tell exactly like the amount of sleep Interact, I got. Yeah. Probably. She sometimes walks in and I'm like, yeah, I'm not even going to say hi to her right now. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. You're Sometimes I walk in yeah. and I just let out a big sigh. Yeah, the, the other day, I, the I didn't even see her. I could hear the door open and I heard someone sigh. I was like, oh, that's definitely Kate's sigh. She's here. <laughs> and then I walk in whenever I do and you're probably like, no, no, why would I be like that? Because she's so distracting. I, yeah, I'm distracting. I usually come in <laughs> being ridiculous. Yeah, but it's but fun. It's, and yeah, it's, it's short. Funny. It's not like you're spending an hour of my That's time. That's true. <laughs> no, like, but I feel like, like. Dance in, dance out. Goodbye. Yeah, I feel exactly. like by the time I see Liz, she's been here for 10 minutes at least. <laughs> and I'm like. Oh, before she gets back to you? <laughs> yeah, because I'm usually back in my office or in, in the other room. And by the time I see her, she's been here for a minute. Hang on. I'd well, say it's pretty, and I come it's pretty, I come in and go straight short. to my office. I'm like, fuck all yeah. you guys. I'm going to work. Oh, so you're like Kate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, Brad will say good morning. I would say most of the time you say good morning. Yes, yeah, so I'll or say good I'll morning. I'll say it to you and yeah. you say it back. Yeah. I don't yeah. talk to any. When I first walk in, <laughs> I don't say anything yeah. to anyone unless <laughs> my mom has asked her to bring her some or asked me to bring her yeah. something. And, and then, then I'll have bring that to interact. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Kate and I probably, I mean, we only talk to each other if we have Whatever to. you're always talking. No, 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 <laughs> listen. In the beginning. <laughs> in the beginning. In the when beginning. Kate first started, we did not talk unless we had to for probably a, at least a few months. I would, at least, I want to say. It was a while. Yeah. I'd say even six months probably. What? So like only if she had questions for you? Uh -huh. Well. The way the office was I set up at the old place was really sequestered. Oh, that, that, yeah. had, that had nothing to do with it. Okay. 
we, I mean, I wasn't in a super great place mentally and she wasn't. And also you're just shy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you, I don't know. I feel like working here. I mean, I know working here has helped me a lot, but I feel like it's definitely helped. me. Yeah. I feel like it's helped you come out of your shell and be more confident and interact with, (laughs) interact with, (laughs) (laughs) interact with people more easily. Um, so you, you were just a totally different person when you started and I just picked up on that and was like, she doesn't want to talk to me, so that's okay. I would like whisper (laughs) questions to you. Like I would be talking so quiet, more quiet than I talk now. (laughs) (laughs) This is one of my favorite examples. Um, I was crazy stressed at work. And she was packaging behind me and she had a song playing and I wanted to download the song, but I didn't want to talk to her. So I shazammed <laughs> the song while she was standing right behind me listening to it. Let me open my phone, open an app. That's how stressed I was. Yeah, it wasn't very oh, a good time. So anyways, we didn't talk. Very much, and now I feel like... Took a while. We, yeah, I feel like we're close now, and I love chatting with you, so it worked Too. out. <laughs> That's one I mean, look where we are. My days. Yeah, we get to talk to each other. And then we moved Anyways. to an even more mentally stabilizing oh, yes. place yes. of work. Yes, it's more mentally helpful great. here than it was at the old building, for sure. Just literally just the brightness and mm-hmm. cleanness of this, ha- it 100% helped my Cleaner, yeah. brighter. I put in I put in literally the brightest lights I could find. Mm-hmm. And I, I put those love in. it. Ugh. Yeah. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> Makes a difference. <laughs> and there's a lot of windows down there, too, which is really uh-huh. nice. That helps a lot. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's too bright. Can I get black? You're like your mom. <laughs> um, Jen would prefer that she just worked in a cave. <laughs> yeah, she, I've never. <laughs> I'm actually really surprised she turns her light on every day. I thought for yeah, sure she half the time she would keep her she light on. She just can't off. see. She's got a whole thing. True, to see I guess papers away. and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay, tell us, uh, tell, us, uh, tell us about your boyfriend. I don't have one. <laughs> I haven't what? had a well, boyfriend since <laughs> junior year. Okay, so you're boys. not calling him a boyfriend. <laughs> No, but is it's just a boy. We've been on one official like date, and then we've hung out, hung out. What's the that. difference? That's how Liz and okay. I started. Because, like, our first date, we went bowling, and then we went to Christmas lights, and then we drove around for a little bit, and then we went to his house. But when did you come home? This was like the 12, 14 hour date that Jen was freaking out about. I just want, I don't mm-hmm. want to put any, I don't want to put any weird pressure on you. But I came the home at. Nothing sexual happened. She told me. Happened. Listen, to uh, it's story. a concern. I don't think that's what Liz is getting at. I'm trying to oh, okay, okay. Story. <laughs> I'll stop talking. I know. I talk too much. I know two other people whose first date extended into the <laughs> next day. Both of those people are married. So no pressure. Yeah. Don't say that. Well, don't no pressure. She said no pressure. I'm just I saying a good connection. Yeah. Good. We, it's mm-hmm. a good thing. He picked me up at like seven something. And yeah, I didn't go home until like <laughs> six a.m. 
Wow. Wait, so. wait, wait, wait. This is not what your mom said. So we went to brunch. <laughs> Her we, eyes just got we real went, wide. Oh, yeah. We were at brunch we were and you at, still weren't we home. We were at brunch at like 1130 with oh, your mom. That was, the, that was the second time we oh. hung out. Oh. And I slept over at his house. Okay. Nothing happened. Gross. Okay. I can just I, can I go home. Can I ask the question? I think you won't care. I'll just ask it. I've already, I've already, I've already asked you this. Look, so, um, I think it was last week I asked you if you have like a rule as to how many dates you'll go on before you do anything. Just hours, amount of hours. I don't know about. Also, oh, that's why she does like a twelve-hour date. She's like, yeah. we're good. Got it. <laughs> we can do Got it about. in the bag. Um. But if you have like a minimum amount of dates, you'll go on before things will get sexual. And you um, said yes, yeah. generally. You have a general rule, mm-hmm. not a hard rule. My general <laughs> was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> My general. It's not like I've been on. Okay, so I don't know how to word this. Well, I, okay. I mean, you told me it was three dates, right? Yeah. But that's like my you, general, but yes, for you'll consider or just like. I would imagine it would even change from out. person to person, I right? I normally yeah. wouldn't go on three dates with someone if I oh, didn't okay. want Like to. I could tell by the first date if I'm going to have any interest in that person. Right. And then like see where it goes. But yeah, I don't have like much experience, but the bo- the like thing I set for myself was three dates. Mm-hmm. And I've lived up. It should be 30. You Christ dirty. almighty. Wait, 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 wait. You told me you broke that one time. And no judgment, but. Judgment. <laughs> no judgment. Judgment before you, God. Oh, <laughs> You I said have. you did one time. I have. And again, that's fine. But just want to set the record straight. Yeah, I have. <laughs> Do I know it. this boy? I'm no. sure. You never talked about him to. Oh, about I have to. Ta- I did talk about him. I, um, yeah, I didn't mean, I didn't mean, did I meet him? I, I just, like, <laughs> I was just wondering if I knew of him. Yeah, if I, I had talked about, talk him, about him, but we hung out like a few times mm. and I was like, this kid has some really severe issues that I uh, don't, don't want to take into. on. Yeah. That's so fair. I, I just kind of ghosted him. <laughs> I'm being real. Yeah. That's okay. I think, I don't know. In this day and age, ghosting seems so normal now. Well, if you, I don't know, if you keep talking to the person, even if you say that you don't want to pursue anything, mm-hmm. they'll still think that just because you're having yeah, a conversation with them that they have a chance. Yeah, so that's, that's why true. I just completely cut them off. That's fair. To be fair. <laughs> that's not what I said. I know, I just want to say it. <laughs> Okay, so yes, you do, you have hung out with this boy a few yes. times. Is he the same age as and you? And you seem to really, yeah, he's a little bit older. Is he a drinker? Does he drink? Does he buy you booze? <laughs> Is he buying you booze? He hasn't bought me any so far. <laughs> so far. Yeah. You're hoping he, that'll come. He Pun went intended. to <laughs> the <Just> same, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Kelsey. <laughs> Stop. Naughty. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. <laughs> no, but he went to the same high You're school. You're getting I red did. again. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry. Jen doesn't I'm listen flustered. to these. So. <laughs> yeah, he went to the same she, high I was, school I did. We, I will say, not at the same time. I, <laughs> huh? I will say that I'm 
often surprised at what sexual kind of questions you'll I'll answer, answer in front of your mom. It makes me Not laugh. in general, but in front of your mom specifically. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I, like I like that about you. <laughs> yeah. Well, she answers stuff in front of me. And the only yeah. reason she will answer is because I've answered. Right. So it makes you her just feel more know comfortable. You're both open to, about it. Yeah. Have, have you ever. Boys? Have you done drugs? <laughs> Have you done psychedelic drugs? Have you done mushrooms? Yeah. (laughs) Did you get on your haunches like your mom? You've done acid, right? I've I've done acid and actually tripped. I did two drops, (laughs) which is equivalent to two tabs. So I was... I don't know either of those terms. Okay, teach us. us. So one tab of acid is like one dose, and you can take half tabs or smaller than that to microdose. But one tab will get you feeling pretty trippy and you'll see things but two tabs you will see trip balls yes (laughs) you can close your eyes and imagine something and when you open them it will be there no what insane i think that would freak me out um if you're around the right people it shouldn't but where i was in the house I was at, there's a hallway that goes from the living room to my friend's room, and it looked like it was like 10 feet long, but it was definitely only a <laughs> few feet away from where I was. <laughs> but yeah, everything was just super distorted, and we were in the bathroom, and our friend started rocking the bathroom mirror, and then we felt like we were on a <laughs> ship. It was very weird. I don't know, but I liked it a lot, mm. and I want to do it again soon. Um. You've done acid. Have you wh- compare acid to weed? There's no comparison. <laughs> really? <laughs> there is no comparison. Which one do you like better? Um, I've only done acid once, and weed is something that you can do like regularly, and it won't. It doesn't affect you as much as acid does. Like after I did acid, I felt so weird for the next, like, couple days. Really? Yeah, I was like, I'm never going to be able to sleep again. My mind's always going to be feeling this way. Like, when I would close my eyes, I would still see little shapes moving around. That's a lot. It's okay. It went away. (laughs) Did you feel nauseous? I feel like all the Um, movement would make me nauseous. No, it didn't. Hmm. It didn't make me feel sick. But, I don't know, it was just really cool. Because you would move your hand and then a <laughs> rainbow would follow your hand. <laughs> so it seems so comical. <laughs> so like, oh, that's from a TV show. Right. But well, I guess if yeah. that's what's happening, well, that's where they get that information yeah. from. My friend, I went, got your nose. And when I did that, it was literally like a skeleton. <laughs> no. Like, it was like I had actually taken her nose oh off of her gosh. face. And then when I put it back on, it was there again. <laughs> but just like, it was very weird with that because anything that you could think of would happen Mm. i don't know i think it's a good exercise and i also (laughs) think that you can use it for like therapy resolving things yeah yeah Yeah. i did not use it in that (laughs) way but it was so fun i kind of real quick i kind of want to try microdosing mushrooms for not that i feel like i have super intense needs for therapy Mm -hmm. um but i do think it would from what i've heard i do think it would be beneficial for me and interesting to to try for therapeutic reasons i just ordered a coffee that is infused with uh like psychedelic mushrooms not psychedelic mushrooms yes it is normal mushroom it's It's the mushrooms it's the mushrooms that they're talking about that like would be helpful for mental health right 
psychedelic mushroom. Yeah, that's okay. So then, okay, I didn't mean psychedelic, but it is the mushroom that they're talking about. I think maybe I maybe I misunderstood. Sigmatic. What is it called? The coffee. Well, the brand is. But have you done mushrooms? Um, I tried to in Lake Powell when we went, and me and Journey were both really scared. Like, we just were anxious that day, and they only gave us a cap and a stem, oh. which did absolutely Some people might, I think people microdose with a cap and a stem. Okay, I could see that, because I was, I wanted to be by myself as I was, like, coming up or whatever was going to happen. So I went and sat on a rock by myself, and I was just looking at the water and looking at the wall, and, um... Yeah, then I started to feel like I was kind of moving. And then Journey walked up to me and I asked her if she felt like she was kind of swaying back and forth. And she was like, yeah. So we walked <laughs> down to the little speedboat. And I don't know what we were talking about, but we laughed to where we were <laughs> crying for like 30 <laughs> minutes straight. Oh my gosh. That's all it was. And then it was just gone. But for 30 huh? minutes, we were crying <laughs> so hard <laughs> laughing. Mm. That's fun. I think that sounds fun. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. It was like being high. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah, there so two times when I've been high. This is the first time I talk about getting high on this podcast. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna tell your mom. I'm, it might get back to her. That's okay. We don't do drugs. <laughs> Drug free. We're straight at dare. <laughs> <laughs> I did um, dare. Graduated. Me too. I am. Didn't do anything for you. <laughs> Um, so, oh, two times when I've been high, the highest I've been, I would let, well, one time Liz was being a cat and God, that's (laughs) so funny. Even sober, I think I would have laughed very hard at the things she was doing. (laughs) It was really funny. Jumped up onto the bed and (laughs) was like cleaning herself (laughs) like a cat. I was a really good cat. (laughs) Yeah, I have video. I'll have to send it to you. Well, I watched it sober, and it was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I was laughing so hard that I, and I couldn't stop laughing. I felt like I was laughing so hard I couldn't breathe that I was then going to pass out. So I was, like, getting anxious (laughs) about passing out, but I was also just dying laughing. It was so funny. So I've gotten to that point twice. And that, I think, is the max point where I want to get when I'm high. If I were to go beyond that, I think I might start to get panicky and anxious. But that was just enjoyable. <laughs> it was so fun. So, yeah, I like I like getting high. More than I like getting drunk, I think, for Me sure. Too. It just I feels better. I would definitely better. choose marijuana over alcohol. Yeah, yeah. me too. For sure. But uh, when I go to parties, I choose both, <laughs> and then I get crossed. Yeah, I, th- I would I say did cross that. is kind of nice, though. When you though. get there, uh-huh. it's one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure I got there the Halloween party, and it was nice. I yeah, people got. <laughs> I don't like just <laughs> being drunk. I no, hate it's hard. just really. Being drunk. Yeah, I like I being buzzed, but not drunk. Of THC. In my body. What's the like difference for you? What What do you notice or feel? That's I just different? I feel like I just get super, mm, maybe anxious when I'm drunk. Mm. Okay, interesting. I just don't like how it makes my body feel sometimes. Mm-hmm. But when I balance it out with weed, then mm. I feel better. Interesting. And then I can dance all night. Yeah. We, know. Oh, okay. we saw that Actually, in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes we um, do um 
I feel <laughs> I, this actually kind of leads into another thing I want to talk about. So multiple, multiple times you and your mom have talked about how different you are at home with your family. And then you've talked about how in a good way, um, when you're with your friends, that you're a pretty different person. I feel like I'm pretty consistently the same regardless of like, okay, that's not true. When I'm with my family, <laughs> like my Mormon family, obviously I mm-hmm. don't talk about anything I talk about with you guys pretty much. But with my friends, uh, I feel like I'm very, and at work, I feel like Which I'm very consistent. Yeah. I feel like I'm a very consistent person. So it's interesting to me that you can be so different to, depending on who you're around. I adjust myself to the environment that I'm in to make other people feel comfortable sometimes. Mm. But then other, it's maybe not to make them feel comfortable, but sometimes I know when I need to like take a step back uh-huh. from something. And other times I know when I can like leave. Let loose. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the way that I've perceived it from what I've been told is that you're more, I would say, guarded around us it is the than place you of are at home. I am. Well, even when we're hanging out at someone's house, I feel mm-hmm. like, yeah, I from what I've that. heard, I, I feel like you're more guarded around us than you are with your when you're at home with your family being silly and your friends. Like, I am. Wh- wh- do you know why? Because I don't know. Like, Okay, when it's just me and my family, mm-hmm. it's just me and my family. But right. then when me and my family, my family and I, my dad, <laughs> when we go to hang out with you guys, sometimes I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, mm, like I don't know. You don't I feel belong? like, yeah, because really? That's, my that parents. Makes me sad. Well, you don't. I, I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but I feel like if I'm just like hanging out with you guys and talking to you at work and stuff, mm-hmm. I feel fine doing that. But then when my parents get there, I instantly am like, okay, those are their friends. So oh. they can go off and do that. So We're your like friend that. too. I know, but it's hard. It to is yeah. kind of a strange dynamic yeah. to be friends like with your parents. Like in Mexico, in Mexico I hung out with you guys and like was more relaxed when mm-hmm. my parents weren't around because. Yeah. I don't know. It's my. Did parents. notice that when That's your parents went to weird. bed and we all stayed up and drank <laughs> and your DJ Kate. <laughs> and the last night that makes we sense. all stayed up and smoked for hours. Oh yeah, <laughs> my that was great. Were asleep. Yeah. yeah. Kelsey, I think you asked me to braid your hair at one point. I did. <laughs> and I was like, I can't fucking do that right now. <laughs> I do not I've been meaning to to that. talk to you about that, but you were like, Brad, do you want to braid my hair? Actually, that and I was sucks. like. I was like, I'm too high, and I think you're too high. I don't think we can that do this right now. That's a little bit familiar, but not <laughs> super familiar. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that makes sense why you... Yeah, I could see that being hard to balance. Well, like, yeah, oh, and well, I I'm can't friends. relate at all because I've never been friends with one of my yeah, parents' exactly. friends. <laughs> I'm just glad you guys are like cool dynamic. to hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I love hanging out I, with I'll all still, you guys. I still like talk to you guys and stuff yeah it's but just a it's bit different. weird because i know that my parents like i don't know yeah i don't know how to explain it i, I just feel like i should take a step mm-hmm. back when my parents are there because let them be with their friends yeah. even though we're friends also i can see how yeah 
that would be weird and it seem it it would feel like you should give priority to their them being with their friends. That they makes sense. It. They need it. Yeah, they what it, what do you what do you think about them being so hanging out with their friends all the time I'm now? Happy. That's good. I feel like it's keeping them young. <laughs> yeah. They're staying active. Yeah. <laughs> They're staying active. Your parents are young. Well, if if my parents didn't hang out with you guys, they would literally get home from work and watch TV on the couch mm. and then they would go into their bed, watch TV and fall asleep. <laughs> That's what their life would be. Yeah. Is that what it was before? That's what um, a lot of yeah. old, older people do. <laughs> um, I'm so glad we convinced your mom to come do more stuff with us. She, Same. she I think we were all at your guys' house, so maybe you heard this, but within the last six months or so, she was telling me that um, she, Billy, Billy was the one that was like, no, they invited you. We're going to. She didn't like hanging. Not that she didn't like. Oh. It was a big. It was her social it, anxiety. Yes, it was a big change for her to go to things that she was invited to. And Billy was the one that was like, no, we're going. They invited <laughs> you. And yeah. she was like, I'm so glad you made me go to stuff. My dad was the one who pushed her. Yeah, which I'm glad. So it worked out. <laughs> I think Billy also likes hanging out with everybody. And so, of course, he's oh, going to yeah. be like, no, we're going. Yeah, he's going to blackmail sure. me with all the videos of me sleeping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's very he has one of everybody. Yeah, he likes he is. to conversate and talk to people. Mm. He does. Mm. I like that about Billy. Yeah. He's very. Him and my mom are very different. Because yeah. Because my mom, like, she loves doing that with friends. But, but like, one on one, too. To anyone. <laughs> yeah. Literally anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I sometimes wish I was a little bit more like that, but I I call myself an outgoing introvert because I'm I'm an introvert, but I I can make myself be outgoing and can enjoy talking to random people, but it can be tiring. So you're an extroverted really. introvert. Mhm. Yeah. Exactly. Nice. I think that's pretty I think that's pretty descriptive of me. I would describe myself opposite of that. An I'm an extra. I'm an yeah. I'm an introverted, introverted extrovert. I am <laughs> making. He's blamed me. He I would. I would say that it partly because of Liz, and I'm not mad about it. Oh, sure. like okay. I'm. I have you. my whole life have been very extroverted, and then meeting Liz, I've realized that oh, I enjoy. I sometimes will enjoy just being like, let's just do nothing mm -hmm. and stay at home. Yeah, <laughs> I so much so, and Brad has always been like the go do and play and the. If he is just sitting, that I was like, oh, he's sick. <laughs> I'm either sick or I'm very tired. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think you start, you've started to enjoy just, mm -hmm. just being. Especially after kids, it's just <laughs> yes. sit yeah. and just watch them. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I was going to say. I feel like that really changed once you had kids. I feel like up until that point, and even for a while after Bear was born, we were still trying you to were do always mm -hmm. like you had a tough time just sitting and hanging out. Like yeah, for sure. So I still feel that way sometimes. Yeah. Like I can't just sit <laughs> and not do anything. Yeah. And so much even that like spills out onto me that I will feel guilt if I'm just mm. sitting doing nothing. I'm like, oh, it's probably, and I know you've, <laughs> that's on you. This. That's not yes. on me. I know <laughs> you've corrected this, but I'm like, oh, I better do something. So he doesn't like get mad. Not that get mad that you, that you, I don't feel like maybe you'd get mad at me, but you might. Well, and I don't, I never have. So that's a little, that's just the story you're telling yourself. <laughs> you're right. I totally agree. I yeah. totally agree. I've and never, I'm still working through that. I've never been like, cleaning the kitchen and been like, Liz, why aren't you doing anything? I've never done anything like that. So 
you feeling that way is unfortunately a personal problem. Is everybody else uncomfortable with me and Brad doing this? Yeah, I've been watching. Nah. I'm a little scared. It doesn't You're really <laughs> They're playing footsies for all those who cannot see. Okay, <laughs> so I would say, though, that growing up in my household, um, because I had friends over at the house a lot, and if I knew people were coming over, I would, like, clean the house. I would do clean the kitchen, clean everything, vacuum, all that stuff. And wow, really? You care not? I don't know how to word that without maybe sounding mean. But you cared that much, like you would clean your house before your friends came over. Your house yeah. was always clean. Though. I guess I. Okay, yes. I, I mean, like our house wasn't like clean house. Our house wasn't ever like massively dirty. It's just mm-hmm. like if there were dishes or like some stuff on the counter or like things okay, out or just like tidy I would just like it. clean up, do the dishes, make make things look nice mm-hmm. before people came over, and I would feel a little bit angry during that that like i'm doing this and nobody's helping me right but i can now though it was your friends yes i can now look back on that and be like oh that was wrong of me to be mad at other people because like obviously eventually everybody would get to their chores their assigned chores and do whatever their job was but it's just that i was doing it in that moment right because i had people coming over Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah and it's good you recognize that now it would have been better if I could recognize it back then because <laughs> I could have saved myself a lot of angst. Yeah, for but sure. It's okay. That's life. Yeah. Can't change it now. Do you nope. feel like you well, were you easily can't. frustrated younger child? No, I wouldn't say easily frustrated. Or e- easily angered. I mean, I would say you're still a little bit easily angered. It depends on the su- the subject or the situation. For things you can't control, though. For things I can't, for things I can't control. control and have no control over. And it's something I'm trying to work on that, yes, I can get somewhat easily frustrated. Like traffic, for instance. Oh, like yeah. I get and frustrated at traffic. You definitely have improved. Yeah, but these are like things that I, things that frustrate me that I can't control. I do feel like I'm trying really hard to not let them frustrate me because I don't have control over them. Yeah. yeah. I know. I'm, and I'm just trying to, obviously, I'm going back thinking about my kid. <laughs> but like, <laughs> What are personalities that he has mm. that I'm seeing mm-hmm. in older, older yeah. people? And like, okay, how do you get through that? Because I just want to be the best support for him. Well, and I think he gets frustrated because he wants to be able to do things or know how to do things, but he's not old enough to find the resources to figure out how to do those things. Well, not even that. It's like the other day he was so mad, like throwing things mad because he couldn't get his chair to sit under <laughs> his table. Yeah, uh, he was that, that be, same like, way tired the, because he stays up and then wakes up. Yeah, he yeah. does. He also has insomnia, like yeah. you, Kate. I don't know oh, if it's nice. insomnia, but just like kind of for a toddler staying up till midnight, I would say is insomnia. Here's who normally goes to bed at eight. I used to be able to sleep perfectly. Mm-hmm. It was literally until eighth grade. Yeah, ninth grade. Ninth grade is when it really kicked in. But yeah, up until then, like I loved nap time. <laughs> I loved in kindergarten, we would take naps in the middle of the day. I loved Kindergarten? It. Yeah. Yeah, that's a kindergarten yeah, thing. Yeah, that's normal, isn't it? I we thought that was like a preschool, preschool thing. Just preschool? I don't, I don't know. know. I didn't go it to normal. It was in kindergarten, but school. yeah, we had little cubbies with blankets and we would all lay down on our mats and take a nap <laughs> like halfway through the day. That sounds Kindergarten tried, is also only half day. Napping? Have you tried napping? If I nap, there is no way I can sleep. Um. Like I have to fall asleep. I can't fall asleep early because if I fall asleep at like nine, I'll wake up at three a.m. and be awake. Yeah, or midnight. 
and just be up the rest of the night. So I have to fall asleep around midnight-ish mm-hmm. every night to be able to sleep all the way through the night. Brad used to stay up until 2 o'clock in the morning <laughs> before mm-hmm. kids watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, and then Never we could sleep. And then I know, but we, even then when we were doing Staghead, we could wake up at 10. I'm like, all right, we got to work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't just work through it. Yeah. Didn't really matter. Well, sometimes we'd stay awake until 2 because I wouldn't get home until after 12. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah. But we're, I'm n- in no way comparing our <laughs> staying up late to your insomnia. Oh, yeah, no. Because <laughs> I have usually, for the most part, have fallen asleep as soon as I close my eyes. Yeah, Liz, is, Liz has zero like insomnia issues. Me too. If I have things that are like me stressing jealous. me out, worrying me, then that'll happen. Actually, okay, when Staghead probably was stressing me out the most, I was having a hard time going mm. to sleep, and we would listen to oh, that, yeah. that Scottish guy would yeah. like do a meditation. I can't oh. listen to those. Now really? you sit and think about your toes and relax yeah. your toes. Oh, his accent though was just enough. Now relax your ankles <laughs> and your thighs. We used to, we did have a hard time for a minute, but I think yeah. it was just being real. I still have yeah. a hard time, but I would say I probably have like a quarter insomnia. A quarter. Like a I have insomnia. Twenty five cents of insomnia. <laughs> insomnia three. I mean, well, because insomnia is a symptom of anxiety, so. If your stress levels are higher, then you're going to have a harder time sleeping. I would say that it is directly correlated to when I have a a problem on my mind of like, how am I going to solve this? Then I will sit and for like hours thinking about, well, I could do it this way and this Mm -hmm. way and this way. And that would give it a better finish or whatever. Like I'm thinking specifically with rings or like building this door or whatever. I could do it this way and this way and this way. Like my brain just will not yeah. shut off. And I will try continually to be like, okay, I'm going to meditate. Yeah. And just so count hard. in my mind and try not to think about anything. And then I'm right back on to, oh, well, like it. Yeah. Maybe if I do it this way, then it will be better. Yeah, that's so hard. Yeah. Any more questions? Have you felt uncomfortable at all? Yeah, the only game, when you the game boyfriend. Yeah, that, that was. Is that incredible. like a? I mean, I'm he's a friend and he's a boy. I think I'm trying. I'm trying to feel. Think how I my felt when people said, were like your boyfriend. My dad <laughs> called me the other day and said, like, oh, he said, are you gonna bring your friend to meet me? And <laughs> he was in my room. My Gabe friend was? was. Yeah, oh. he was like, are you gonna bring him up to meet me? And I was like, my friend? That just sounds so weird. Well, but then you reacted so weirdly to boyfriend. What should we call him? Just your Someone boy? I'm dating? Listen, I used <laughs> to be your guy. Dates. And yeah. I would just say, just call him Brad. I used to be weird about like, you're my <laughs> friend. I'm my friend, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> like, just call him Brad. And it was even weirder when just, I was like, my husband? Uh, yeah, that was weird. You did feel weird. weird about that for a while. I'm just going to call him your boy. Like that. I might. How's your boy? Your mans. Can we call him your mans? Sure. Nah, I'm He's 21. You call him a man. <laughs> so let's maybe? ask you this question then. Maybe this will make <gasps> you feel weird. Tell us about how you act, like how you actually met him. What led to actually we, meeting him? Because we know the story. Tinder. Yes, <laughs> yeah, but we know. how? This episode is sponsored by <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> um, but who swiped? I feel like I don't. Yeah, know tell this. us the story. I know, I I know that. Like tell us the story oh, about how you actually how you actually okay. met him. So, um, one night I was going. I was in Cammy's room, and she was holding my phone, and 
because she just likes to swipe on my Tinder sometimes. <laughs> she would never get one herself, <laughs> but she likes sure. to see like who's on there. Mm-hmm. So what she if she saw Brad? Through. Would you would you tell me if you saw? Yes, I would. Tell <laughs> you. <laughs> I would hope <laughs> that I saw you anyone would. Anyone that I knew that was in a serious <laughs> relationship, I would definitely. But maybe tell. it's. I mean, they would say in their profile probably, but maybe they're Looking in an open relationship. Well, in that case, she would tell Liz, and then Liz would be like, "Oh, that yeah, I know, that's right, fine." Right, right. He's, he's actually for looking boyfriend. for somebody. He's actually looking for a girlfriend for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Cammy was on my Tinder, and she was just swiping at guys, and then I started like doing something to annoy her. I was probably just like touching her, like scratching her or something. And she started swiping on a whole bunch of people. And (laughs) then she got back to actually swiping. And I don't know if it was while she was swiping on a whole bunch of people or after she was she swiping yes on a whole bunch of people? Yes. Just all of them. I was annoying her. But I don't know if it was in that time or I'm pretty sure she like purposely swiped on him. (laughs) But then I was going through all my Mm. all of my matches and I was like, this kid looks very familiar. And then I found out that he is, like, friends with my friends or acquainted with them and mm. went to the same high school I did. Oh, well, that's good to have some kind of connection mm-hmm. other than yeah. just And Tinder. I think Jen told all of us, but an incur- or maybe it was you. It was you at work. That or was a it good mom? sign. No, I think it was you. <laughs> it was me. A good, <laughs> a good sign is she, Kate said that everyone she has told who knows him, like, oh, yeah, we've gone out. They're like, oh, he's so nice. And even Kenyon, who works with us, was like, oh, yeah, he was always super nice to me in high school. So Mm -hmm. he seemed like a really nice kid, which is good. That's good. Yeah. Well, even Jen said the same thing today, (laughs) that she met him and she thought, oh, he's really nice. He's very Mm -hmm. genuine. He's a good guy. Yeah. She said he was the best boy I've ever brought home. Yeah. The best man. Ever. Yeah. She said he seemed the most, yeah, the most genuine and not, like, She said she was taken back by it. Really? Like, she didn't know how to act because when, like, she can read people very Uh well. Yep, yep, yep. And she said that when he talked to her, it was just so genuine that she (laughs) didn't know what to do with it. Wow, she was speechless. Yeah, she was like, it's like you two are the most genuine people, but you're a little meaner. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That could also mean that he's a psychopath. You don't really no, know. I could tell. <laughs> There's so many things that can take so long to learn about a person. Yeah. Yeah. How long would you want to date somebody before you like seriously talked about? Before you could married? say, "This is my boyfriend." Guy. Being married? Yeah. Oh. Okay. 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 That's too far. I'm so scared right now. <laughs> Comfortably calling him your boyfriend. Yeah. Um, okay. We'll go with that question. I feel like it just. I don't know. It's all just about totally timing, varies. I feel like. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, think that I don't would think there's like me. a set amount of time. It's just about like how you're feeling mm-hmm. with it. Because sometimes people can connect super fast. Yeah. And within like a month, they're like very serious. In, mm-hmm. a, in a week. <laughs> yeah. Within a week, they're like, oh, we're together now. Yeah. Now One date. Else. <laughs> I but I don't want to talk about yeah. us, but I don't want to talk about us. <laughs> it's okay. It's don't part of the experience. We just clicked. I don't know. Super fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not to say that uh, we didn't have. We didn't times. get engaged in a week. No. <laughs> but one week into it, but I did say, I might marry this person. We couldn't stop seeing each other. <laughs> in fact, the longest we ever spent away from each other was. Like yeah. two or three days at when you went to Canada. Yeah. 
And that was mm-hmm. months after we started dating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Were we already engaged? When you went to Canada? I honestly I don't, don't remember I now. think, I, I don't know if this helps, but in the last episode, I'm pretty sure you guys said when you were in Canada is when you started saying, I love you. Oh, so we were not engaged. Not then. engaged yeah. yet then. <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, I know you've never said sure you love me, well but will you marry me? No, I just, what I'm saying is I, I believe <laughs> that people can get strong connections yeah. very early on. Yeah. I think you've, mm-hmm. and that's sure. not to say that like every relationship you need to know right off because yeah. I think some people have very tumultuous starts. Tumultuous? Tumul- tumultuous. Yep, that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, starts, beginnings, and they can go through some kind of change and, and it gets better. And uh-huh. and some people will like get married, divorce, and get married again and they're way better <laughs> um, after that. Someone yeah. that mm-hmm. I know, not a happy ending, but... His parents have been married and divorced five times. What? Yeah. But anyways. What's uh, on your list? What less um, left do you have um, on your list? We pretty much covered it all. Hey, don't take my pen apart. What about you, Just Brad? Checking it out. Questions. I, I had one and I didn't write it down, so oh, now I forgot. Man. Uh, what were we talking about before we got off on silliness? <gasps> we were talking about relationships and like gauging amounts of time. Married. Before like <laughs> considering things. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then Liz talked about how you guys clicked really fast. Yes, that was my comment. Was gonna I this is I know this is one of them, but I think I had another one. Um, that I was gonna mention when the first time Liz and I hung out as like a date, we got together at probably like around five or six in the evening. And then we were together until the next morning at around <laughs> seven or eight AM. <laughs> And then we did the same thing, I think, like the next day or two that's, days later. That's and really yeah. And the <laughs> same the and Liz day. Liz mentioned this <laughs> earlier, but the two peop two people she knows that have done that same thing and are now married, one of them is us and the other one is my little sister. When oh. she met her now husband, they did they, the same thing. They are just like two peas in a pod. Yeah, they're pretty great. I really didn't know there was a person like that for Brittany. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so that's glad she good. found him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never done that, and I'm not married, so... (laughs) Clearly, (laughs) it's science. (laughs) (laughs) It's just really Um, great being married to someone that you also, like, want to spend a lot of time with. Yeah, really. Yeah, that you genuinely like spending time with. being married to someone that you like spending time with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, another nice thing, too, is that Liz and I really like spending time together and talking a lot. We're also 100% comfortable and fine if we go, like, on long drives. We've noticed that, I think, like, 45 minutes to an hour with not saying anything. <laughs> and that doesn't feel weird. Uh-huh. It doesn't feel like, oh, yeah. we got to, someone's got to say something. It's just totally <laughs> yeah, normal. It's totally fine. For sure. So that's Tell another and, nice thing. Journey are. Oh, oh, maybe you should just marry Journey. <laughs> we're, we're kindred spirits. We're soulmates. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you have her. Remind me how you met Journey. Um, or so was she the first one of your group that you met? It was Kel. That was oh, the first okay. one. I met Kel. He was painting the sidewalks for Spirit Week at school. Oh. And he we had been, like, DMing on Twitter. And he asked if I wanted to, like, come and meet him after school. And then we would go and get food. Mm-hmm. and Or go to the library because we were going to study. And so we went to the library and then Journey walked in and she, me and her had the same backpack (laughs) and she like made a comment about it and then sat down because she was like best friends with Kel. And that's how we all met. Mm. That's so fun. So yeah. 
When we went and got food after, and she offered me a piece of cheesecake, and I said yes and took a big bite, and she was like, wow, I like you, because (laughs) most girls would just be like, no, I'm good, (laughs) especially (laughs) to strangers. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, that's what our friendship started off of. When was that? Um, Their senior year, so my junior year. Oh, okay. So somewhat recently, the last few years. Yeah. I... I mean, you've t- obviously talked about your friends a lot, but I've also heard your mom talk about how good it's been for you to have your group mm-hmm. of friends, which is similar to how I feel about all of you guys. <laughs> so I'm just really <laughs> glad for you that you finally found a group of friends that doesn't talk shit about you. And if we, if we <laughs> talk shit, it's to each other's face, yeah. <laughs> which is nice. I love that. Like yeah. if someone's annoyed with you, they'll just tell you and That's then the good. problem will be resolved. Mm-hmm. It's not like we bottle it all up and then we get pissed <laughs> at one person. I try to not so. do that. I, I still struggle. We talked about this I'm in, tell my, me I'm in my episode. <laughs> I'm a very blunt person. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what's weird about me. I am very blunt. But when it comes to confrontation, I struggle and I, hold back. I sometimes like confrontation. <laughs> <gasps> Does anyone oh, feel I can like tell. they like the, <laughs> like you like the drama? Yes. I, don't, I only the like it when I can drama. control it. So if I... Because I'm very good with using my words. I don't know, with making people feel bad with my words. Oh, <laughs> like Ooh. arguing with people, I will win a lot of the time because I... Because you get vicious? Yeah. But I'm also, <laughs> like, I articulate it very well, so I sound smart while I'm doing mm, it. And then yeah. it mm-hmm. gives me more leverage against <laughs> the person I'm arguing with. But yeah, I like doing that sometimes, like especially when the person deserves it. Like if <laughs> someone's talking about me and like, I don't know, just like spreading something about me, I'll confront them and ask them about it. And if they try to deny it, I have all <laughs> these facts to back me up. Yeah, I take that back. It doesn't have to be about me. It's if like someone else or if I see something happening that I don't like, I'll stop it or mm. step in. Like Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, I, did, yeah. I did. I was yeah. thinking about that when yeah. you were telling your photographer. Fuck that dick. Yeah. So if it's something yeah, like that, that where I can stop it and there doesn't have to be any conflict other than that, then I'm good. But if it keeps continuing on, then I hate it. Yeah. That Anyways. makes sense. <laughs> you have a very short time when there's silence before. You get off. You feel awkward. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be like that. I'm trying to be better, but it was actually riding home with your parents from Hurkin. I was a little bit worried. I would f- not because it has nothing to do with them. Just me. I was a little bit worried it would be awkward, but it was not at all. See, I always like have that same fear. Like if I'm do leading you? leading up to doing a long drive, and a long drive could even just be thirty minutes. <laughs> Well, like like one on one, like one on one with somebody mm-hmm. that like I've oh, not ever really yeah. spent that I haven't no, spent a lot of time with. <laughs> I won't do up it. to this point. Then I I worry that same thing mm-hmm. that like oh there's gonna be weird silence silence and yeah. But that but then it never happens that way. There's conversation the whole time, and when there's not, it doesn't feel weird. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I always worry for nothing. Yeah, I d- I try to talk myself out of it. Similarly, like well, also. 
if it is awkward, then I feel like I probably can't change that anyways because I will try to talk to them. And if it's just awkward, it's going to be awkward. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, that's always something I worry about. And I think part of it is related to me uh, almost like my value. I feel like I I worry sometimes that people think I'm boring. And how dare you? Definitely not boring. What? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that to me, sometimes I worry silence e- is equated with me being boring. Oh. I have gotten way better, but... Like, yeah, even even close friends I used to not like to hang out with one-on-one because of that. I would think that I was worried they would think I was boring. I don't want to hang out one-on-one with people because I like having a buffer. Yeah, but why? That's when I broke down my why, that was why I was worried people would think I was boring. I used Heidi a lot as a buffer, and that was why. Because I don't know if I can say Liz just why. doesn't like people. That's why. <laughs> can just, it's just not comfortable. Right. But why? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you had to, you had to keep I need, asking I if you the want, work. obviously. But yeah, like if you genuinely want to know why, you keep asking yourself why until you get to the root of it. Okay. So I just did a little scenario in my head. <laughs> okay. Why wouldn't I want to hang out when I'm with this person? And I think it's because they're not fun. Okay. So can I tell you my perspective of the reason? That's true because Liz will Liz has done one on ones with people that she really really likes or that she okay. can like that she can have like good have conversation make, yeah, with. If I feel like I have to make small and there's not with someone, forced anything. I'd rather be mm-hmm. completely alone than with <laughs> the person so. I'm thinking. Yeah. I think the last person I can really remember that you would do one on one with was Colby from yeah. art school. Yeah, like you was, guys would hang out one on one. She was. I was regular. completely fine to be one on one with. Yeah. Her, yeah. All right, so I think we asked you a lot of questions tonight, Kate. Yes. How did how did you like it? I liked it. I was still a little not nervous. I just hate this. Yeah, it's it is the all, microphone yeah. is different and kind of weird, and the headphones. It gets be- it gets it. better. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many more you'll be in front of, but it definitely gets better. <laughs> I think would ha- I think we should have yeah, Kate on we'll again. We'll have an yeah. update on you. <laughs> I actually would like to have Kate on and talk about her, just her life, not her. Not the the I mental meant, disorder. I meant to, you know, you never know how these things are going to go. But yeah. also, I think it's so good to talk about mental health stuff. Yeah. And that is currently and has been such a big factor in your life That's that true. I wanted to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's an ongoing thing. Well, so. we'll have Kate number two and we'll talk about her life outside of bipolar two. BPD. Yes. BP2. <laughs> BPD2. Bipolar no, BPD disorder. is bi- bipolar. borderline personality disorder. Bipolar oh. is just bipolar. Oh, okay. BPD. I have a whole other questions about that, but I don't think anybody can answer them anyway. So Okay, so I'm glad you enjoyed it. And the microphone is a little bit weird, but... I think mm-hmm. I, I'll warm up to it. Yeah, I appreciated your honesty, and I love that you will answer all my questions. And like I said earlier, sometimes I don't think you will, and you surprise me. And you, <laughs> I don't think you have any. ever said no to a question of mine. So I like that about you. Yeah, I'm so glad and that you came out tonight yeah. and that you did this with us. Yep, and like like I say, thanks for being vulnerable. You were vulnerable.
You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>